Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
It began with a meeting. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. No, I am not going to do a full Maller monologue about the Boston Red Sox sweeping out the New York Yankees and fattening up their lead in the American League East. I'm not going to talk about the Yankees blowing a 4-1 to lead with Araldis Chapman on the mound. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. No. Uh, but meanwhile, I, what I would like to get into here is uh, something that is close to my heart. We talked about this a little bit last week, but now it has come to reality And the trade, after the controversial trade last week, the person that was traded arrived in a new destination. Uh, That would be the Toronto Blue Jay closer, Roberto Osuna, who all of a sudden became a Houston Astro. The trade happened right at the deadline, the non-waiver deadline, and he was immediately activated as soon as the Astros. They couldn't wait to activate this guy as soon as they could, so the, the Astros activated Roberto Osuna. Never heard of him. Well, he pitched in Toronto, that's why. But he's back now in the States with the Astros, and so he didn't pitch in the loss to the Dodgers. That's right, the Dodgers beat the Astros on Sunday. All is right in the world. That's correct, yes. That's right. Spot him a couple games, came back, got the win, no problem. No problem at all there. But the thing about this that I wanted to get into, is the, the angle with Roberto Osuna, uh, before he was added, to the active roster for Houston, they had a team meeting, right? They also released a prepared statement. Prepared statement. Now, if you did not catch any of this because you were out doing stuff, completely understandable. It's the weekend. I get it uh, if you missed it. But in the latest manifesto sent out, the Astros organization, of course, they're in full damage control mode right now. Uh, They sent out a very lengthy manifesto and in that manifesto they talked about the decision to acquire Roberto Osuna saying it was based on the entirety of information that they gathered during an extensive evaluation which was I believe here's the evaluation how fast does he throw and how fast can he get to our ballpark that was the evaluation it was a, it was a two question evaluation And uh, that's an extensive evaluation. The statement went on to say we, meaning the Astros, felt that Roberto deserved a second chance. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, remember last week the Astros said in a statement while announcing the trade that they had a what? They had a zero-tolerance policy when it came to domestic violence while trading for a guy suspended for domestic violence. Outstanding. The hypocrisy is just great. And so now they are, they've changed it up. They've changed it up. Now they are focused on ensuring that Roberto Osuna makes a positive impact off the field while he is a member of the Astros. They also claimed in this, this long, drawn-out statement that they are providing him with a great clubhouse and a supportive environment for a fresh start. They said, we believe that Roberto Osuna will not let us down. Well, they're good. Belief is a belief. It's not a, it's not a, a guarantee. Now, they also said 
that we are strong believers in protecting the rights of victims. Okay, then. All right, so the question here, how does this all play out? Roberto Osuna is now a member of the despicable Houston Astros. So how does this all play out? All right, my thoughts, you've got the subplot, the backlash, and the curse. Subplot, backlash, and curse will tie it all together. Now, number one, we only have a couple months. I know it seems like the baseball season goes on 12 months a year. We only have a couple months left in the baseball season, and this is going to shadow the Astros. And it's not just going to shadow them this year. It's going to shadow them as long as, as Osuna is part of the team. It's the story within the story of the 2018 Astros, and in many respects, the postseason, because on one hand, you have the on-field performance, get a bunch of people out, we'll give you kudos and a pat on the back. On the other hand, you have the off-field performance, right? You have the locker room element. Uh, Will there be infighting and dissension in the Houston clubhouse? Uh, There already was supposedly fireworks. They had a closed-door meeting, although little has come out about it. There was some some speculating on social media. There were some very interesting things said uh, directed at Roberto Osuna. Now, generally... It is my opinion on these type of issues that this is often overblown, right? This is overblown, and uh, I believe that the divisiveness angle is something that is nice to put in a story that you write on a blog or something like that, but in reality, it's an excuse, right? It's excuse-making. Every team has factions, That's the reality, right? The locker room psychology is not that different from the real world. Uh, You have work friends and you have people that you put up with in the office. I mean, look, we we work at a 24-hour sports network. If Doug Gottlieb walked in a room, I wouldn't know who he was. If Colin Cowherd, no, 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 no. If Colin Cowherd was was sitting across from me, I'd say, who is that? I know I sleep when he's on. He's an overnight show for me. I sleep during the day. I, I don't I've ne- I think I met him one time and it wasn't even here it was somewhere else so I mean but we work in the same building we work for the same company we don't get paid the same but we work in the same environment but I don't I mean there's there's clearly there's a divide right but I'm that's, that's how it works but I guess it, it works that way because we don't we don't cross paths right that's not how it works you're playing a baseball for a baseball team you travel all the time. You, you share the showers, the whole thing, the whole, the whole to do, right? The whole, the whole thing. Uh, but the on-field performance is going to matter much more, right? Does Roberto Osuna poop the bed for the Astros? Does that happen? Will he continue to play the way he did in Toronto, where he's very effective on the mound, or is, is he going to contaminate the harmony among the Astros on the field? I'm not talking about locker room stuff. It's the subplot that's going to hang around Houston baseball for a while. And if the Astros win, you know what the story is going to be. It's already there. You don't have to be in the media to know. If the Astros win, it will be the, the story will be they overcame the adversity and rallied around each other when Roberto Osuna came in. A.J. Hinch will be celebrated for his managerial skills. And when Houston loses, and they will lose out, they're not going to win the World Series. Again, that mistake only happens once. Uh, Roberto Osuna will be blamed as what? The full guy, right? The full guy. The front office will be taken to task for their lack of integrity, uh, and that's how that's going to work. Now, the second thing here, the fan pushback 
Now, that's another interesting part of this story. You have a an interesting dichotomy among the Astro fan base because there's this split, and it's not down the middle. It's not. You have one group, which I call the sheep. Uh, these are the sycophants that no matter what, no matter what, they want Roberto Osuna to do well because he's now got Astros across his chest, and that is all that matters. The vast majority of those people will drink any Kool-Aid the Astro front office serves up. It reminds me of our regular caller, Chris in Houston, who last week, right, demanded that Urban Meyer be fired because not that he committed a crime, uh, but that the at that time the story was that he didn't report the crime. Now that story's changed the Urban Meyer story, but that was enough for Chris, the Astro sycophant, to say he should get out of here. With Roberto Osuna, because he's a sheep, Chris is like, no, 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 no. We don't know all the facts. No, nah, we don't know all the facts. Yeah, I mean, it's just classic. That's the sheep mentality. That's the sheep me- Mindless robots. That's a lot of people have that. Now, another group, now they feel different. They feel like they're in purgatory, right? A lot of noise about uh, a backlash, people giving up their season tickets and all that. They're taking the moral high ground and threatening to boycott Astros baseball and in some extreme cases, just give up a lifetime of watching this team. Now, I am always skeptical of how successful that is and how re- how much of that is just trying to get attention on social media uh, and how much of that is actually reality. And very rarely do these kind of things work. And even when they do work, even when the numbers go down, does anything really change? Like the NFL, there was a a boycott of the NFL. They're, they lost a share of market. But the TV contracts are still big and people are still watching. It's just not as many people are watching the NFL. And everyone's taking credit for not watching, right, on both sides of that, the great Kaepernick divide. Uh, so, But as far as the Astros, right, as far as the Astros here, if you look at the, the way this plays out and the way this is going to go, I am almost always skeptical. But in this, absolutely, the, the last point here, the Astros won – the series against the Dodgers over the weekend. The Dodgers just forfeited the game on Saturday. They had plans. Uh, they wanted to go out, have a nice meal, and so they, they just didn't even try. They did not try. They just went through the motions. Uh, but I will address this right now. Now, I, I happen to be at the game on Saturday, which is I wish they would have let me know. I wouldn't have gone if they had known they wanted to. If I had known they wanted to take the night off, I would not have shown up there. Uh, bad job by you, uh, shame on you, uh, nice lazy baseball by Manny Machado. But that, that particular game was a baseball catastrophe. Uh, it was discouraging, but I maintain my position. And I am not wrong on this. The Los Angeles Dodgers are in a much better position to return to the World Series than the Houston Astros. That's a fact. That's not really debatable, and I'll tell you why. Those are some treacherous waters that the Astros reside in. The American League, I don't know if you saw the Red Sox, we talked about it here very briefly at the beginning here, sweeping out the Yankees. Now, the Yankees will be heard from again, but the Red Sox sweeping out the Yankees. You've got Cleveland and their lineup with Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor and others and very good starting pitching. The, The Astros are very unlikely to win the American League pennant. Look at the National League. Who's the dominant dog in the National? There is no dominant team in the National. The Cubs, forget the Cubs. It's not the Cubs. All right, stop with it. Philly, 
Does anyone say, oh, my God, we got to play the Phillies this weekend? The Atlanta Braves? You've got to be – the Atlanta Braves? Come on. That's what I'm saying. The path – the path is much smoother. It's like satin. Uh, the the Rockies, their path is a bunch of rocks uh, for the Astros, rather. That's, that's their path. And – more importantly, the Astros also have the winner's curse. The Dodgers didn't win. They don't have the winner's curse. The Astros have the winner's curse. Enjoy the winner's curse. We say hello now to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. That's right over there. I think I think something in here is cursed in my my, uh, Why would you say here. that? I, Does the, it smell? The equipment, Does it stink? Well, no, that's a good guess, but uh, the equipment in here is Look at how uh, high the trash is piled up. Can you see this, Roberto? Stand up, Roberto. See how high the trash is piled up. Can you see this? Look at that. It's gone oh, over the- Oh, man. It is now. What it's the? like a balancing act. It's stacked over the trash no, can. And nobody can throw that away. No. God forbid. Lazy slugs. Oh, my God. The lazy that's slugs crazy. that work here. Well, you could, you could throw it out. Egotistical to, jackasses. That ain't my trash, Eddie. What? That ain't my garbage. <laughs> oh All right, my God, that's, that's not my trash. Listen, if I throw some away, you know what happens? The the people they got these big shots that come in here on the weekends. They're used to having a bunch of peons that walk around clean up their crap. Hey, attention, weekend staff at Fox Sports Radio. Your mom does not work here. Clean up your trash. Oh, you're yelling again, Ben. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn it! All right, I got a little worked up yeah, there. It's a good it thing. You're, it's a good thing you're not in here because the uh, equipment's not working right. Oh, uh, who cares? I'd rather have a bad equipment and no trash. I'd rather have that. I'll trade you. I'll, I'll go in there, and you want to come in here? Yeah, actually, I would trade you on that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what to do if it doesn't work. You know, I just push this this button and that button, and if it doesn't work, then I don't know what to do. I gotta call somebody to come in here at this uh, yeah this time to come in and fix it. I, don't I know. would go through the entire list of management, senior management yeah, of the company. I don't know that I want. No, do no. That. Seriously, start in alphabetical order uh-huh. and just work your way down until someone comes in here. Because I know that they would definitely come here. Well, I know who I'm supposed to call, but uh, yeah. you don't want to call that person. I, I don't want to. No, I yeah. have to make make him come down here and uh, fix it. But it is his job, so I mean, you know, you yeah. got to do what you got to do. Well, why don't you do it right now? Go ahead and call him right now. No, yeah, I'm not going to send do a that. text. How about that? I. But I you know what's so. going to happen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Okay. Whoever that person is, and I'm not sure who it is. I think I know who it is, but I don't know for sure. Whoever that person is, what they're going to do is they're going to try to walk you through it. They're yeah. gonna try to. They're gonna do everything they can to not come in here, right? So they're, what they're gonna do is, okay, let's <laughs> let's do a fact check. Let's check some boxes here. Let's see how we can fix this, so I don't have to get in my car and drive to the Fox Sports Radio. Now, studio. is there anyone you can yeah, call no, to come take the, the trash time. out? Uh, they no. I, apparently, they can't afford to pay anyone here on the weekend to uh, to take the trash out. And God forbid the diva talk shows, the prima donnas that work here on the weekends, uh, they can't they can't be bothered with that. You know who I also blame? Wrong button Bob. I blame Bob Guerra. This is a producing failure. Bob Guerra is a weekend producer here, and this is on him. This is oh, his this could payback. Be, this, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. This could be intentional. Yeah, this is his payback because he couldn't handle the Ben Mather show. Now he's stuck doing weekends, all right? He could have been on our show. He, he couldn't handle it. Couldn't, t- couldn't take it. And now he's got trash piling up over here. It's disgusting. Well, I would advise you not to go into the break room or the bathroom because it's just as bad there as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. Good to be back. I'm so excited yeah, to be here. It's start a new the week, week off. Yeah. Surrounded by trash. It's wonderful. Might as well work at a dump. You know what? I might as well. 
You work at a dump, you're surrounded by trash. You work here, you're surrounded by trash. It's great. All right, anyway, it's uh, the Ben Mather Show. We'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. As we got Roberto, you heard him here, there, and also uh, Koopa Loop, the whole deal. Two weeks, two weeks. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben, the trash man, on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia, the IT guy. I am at Eddie on Fox. Show me your boobies. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, I did follow as a child Oscar the Grouch, and I know why he was Shocking. so angry, because he was surrounded by trash. That's why Oscar the Grouch was so... He wasn't a grouch. If you took him out of the trash can, he wouldn't have been a grouch. It's the key. All right, so we talked about the Astros here at the beginning. They are uh, frauds. Uh, they are absolutely frauds. The Houston Astros' entire organization, fraudulent. And I hope this blows up in their face. I think the chances are pretty good that this is a hot mess for the Astros, because they're not going to win the World Series. And then you'll be looking back for a reason why. So you have to blame someone. You can't say you're just not good enough, so then they're going to blame Roberto Osuna. And not as me. a result, the front office had no relation to our Roberto. To the phones we go, and we say hello. We go to the Twin Cities first because he's on limited time, and I'm told he's heavily medicated right now, about to pass out. Hollering James is returning to the Ben Mather All right. Show. Now, th- this is the way to start the week. That's right. Hollering James is so excited about his Minnesota Twins. He can't wait for this baseball saga to continue. Now, Hollering James, I'm hearing reports that you took some sleeping pills. Is this accurate, Hollering James? Oh, yeah, but all I needed was one tonight, Ben, to stay up for you and waiting for Tammy from Montana. She gave me some information, which she got a hold of me, that you you guys related to her. Oh, really? So you, you heard from Tammy in Montana? I have. Wow. And, and I'm really big. excited about it. I'm really excited. I'm supposed to talk to Cooper Loop on the side, but it's going all right for right now. So if she calls in, you can put her a call. Just okay. on the same wavelength, I, you never know. I understand. I, this is a this is a big thing for you, Hollering James. You've had it the is. you've had the hots for her for a long time. You are a big oh. fan of that Tammy in Montana. Yes. Yeah, you know. And then one question: How well do you think her cousins will fit in with my Vikings team? I know we're not talking football yet, but I thought I'd change it up on you a little bit. Well, I, I, that's true. That is what we call a curveball, Hollering James. I am optimistic, although realistic, about Kirk Cousins. It is a solid move by the Minnesota Vikings. He's a good quarterback. Not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback, and he will be be successful with the Vikings. The problem is they got other issues there in Minnesota. But hollering, James, I, I want to know now, is this our, your only call of the week? That's what I want to know. Are you going to be calling us later in the week, or is this it? No, nah, we're calling you more later on in the week. It's just that I need some of those valuable uh, what do they call them? Uh, those tickets you give away. All oh, those golden uh, tickets. Yeah, yeah. You kind of got one anyway. You jumped to the front of the line. There were other people ahead of you, but you jumped to the front of the line. We we gave uh, you a you've been, yeah. you've been waiting. You've been waiting to hear from me, then, huh? Well, I anxiously awaiting. Your, oh your man! Famous thank you very much for yeah. the for the yeah. respect. I appreciate uh, that. Uh. I don't know how I can look that to you. You know, except for not not to call in and leave everybody just out in the lurch. Yeah. All right, well, I got to go. Your radio's turned all the way up, which is annoying, so I must go. But thank you, Hollering James. Bye-bye. 
All right, there he goes, hollering James. Where he goes, no one knows. Well, the two-week thing, we'll, we'll, we'll juggle a couple things here because why not? We don't have to just do one thing. We can juggle some things. Uh, we'll get back to Roberto Osuna, no relation to our friend Roberto. But there is another story now, the two-week thing. What is this all about? That would be the fate of Urban Meyer. What's going to happen? Well, turns out, according to a report from the Ohio State University, Urban Meyer is being investigated for information uh, whether or not he reported to his higher-ups a domestic violence case involving who used to be an assistant coach uh, at the Ohio State, a wide receivers coach. Well, Urban Meyer is going to know within two weeks an outside firm an outside firm is going to lead the Urban Meyer probe, and they say within two weeks and uh, millions of dollars worth of billable hours, uh, Ohio State will get an answer on what is going to happen with Urban Meyer. Now, some believe it's already been made up that Urban Meyer is going to stay and that the group was hired, if you believe the deep state conspiracy, that the group was brought together with the goal of finding a way to spin it where Urban Meyer ends up continuing his coach at Ohio State. Now, someone is going to lose their job over this. I am convinced of that. I don't believe now. I'm starting to, I'm starting to buy the hype that Urban Meyer is going to stick around as coach at Ohio State because I was at 85% last week. Uh, I'm not at 85%. I'm not, I'm not completely the other way. I haven't gone 85% the other direction that Urban Meyer keeps his job. But the longer this thing goes on, and the more the support is rallied around. And Urban Meyer, you saw what he did on Friday where he came out and he had that Weasley statement about how he he said he lied, but he lied to the media. He didn't lie to the university. And that means if that is accurate, or more importantly, if there's no paper trail to prove it's not accurate, then that means that Urban Meyer can keep his job. They can suspend him for a couple of games and then he's lying to the media, that's okay. You can lie to the media, but lying lying to the school or not reporting something, well, that's a fireable offense. So if the school can somehow prove, or this committee they're paying, uh, with the conclusion already formed, then Urban Meyer can stick around. But some big shots at Ohio State are going to lose their job. And in addition to that, there are thousands of people that have signed a petition the Save Urban Meyer campaign is underway. We'll have more on that. We'll take some more phone calls here, the whole thing. But right now, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, been a busy weekend in baseball. You should caught up on where the standings are. Uh, and we'll start in the AL East, where the Red Sox may have wrapped it up. By beating the Yankees 5-4 in 10 innings, Boston down three runs in the ninth. They get the win and sweep the four-game series from New York. Yankees have dropped five in a row. Boston now with a nine-and-a-half game lead atop the AL East. Dodgers wrap up that World Series rematch with the Astros with a 3-2 win on Sunday. L.A. tied with Arizona for the top spot in the NL West. Diamondbacks lost to the Giants 3-2. Cubs fall to the Padres 10-6, but Chicago still has that one-game lead over Milwaukee atop the NL Central because the Brewers also lost, falling to the Rockies 5-4 in 11. Phillies beat the Marlins 5-3. That's five wins in a row for Philadelphia. They lead the NL East by a game and a half on Atlanta. Braves did keep pace with a 5-4 win over the Mets in 10. Atlanta also holding on to a half-game lead on both L. LA and Arizona for that final wildcard spot in the National League. A's have won six straight. They shut off the Tigers six to nothing. They lead Seattle by two and a half for the final wildcard spot in the American League. The Mariners did keep pace with a 6-3 win 
over the Blue Jays. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben in golf, Justin Thomas won the WGC Bridgestone Invitational by four strokes, but no one cares about that. What happened with Tiger Woods over the weekend? Well, it did not go well. Back-to-back 73s. He finished 15 shots off the lead no, I was and told, tied I was, Eddie, for 31st place. I was told Tiger was back. Yeah, I heard that too. Why'd those people lie to me? Uh, wishful thinking on their part. Oh, okay. You know when he's going to be back? Next week, Eddie. He's going to be back next week. Oh, really? Week. That's the week he's back. Yes. What's just going on wait. next week? Wait. There's, every story is going to pop up on the internet. This is the week that Tiger Woods is back. He's going to return to glory. The first well, round of we, the PGA think, Championship, yeah, we, right we, on Thursday. We heard, we heard it on Friday when he had, a, he had a decent first round at this event. But yeah. uh, the weekend did not go well for him. Wow. Just wait. We're a few days away. Later this week, the PGA Championship outside St. Louis. And it will be, he's back. How can Tiger win this tournament? That's going to be the story. It's the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I mentioned that I am I'm starting to uh, to flip on Urban Meyer. It's at 85% that he's gone, and he made it through the weekend. So the fact yep. that he made it through the weekend is a big step in the process or process. Eddie and I told you, Ben. That's true. He had the Friday news dump, Friday evening. Announcing that he lied, he was he was uh, not honest with the media, but he was he did tell his higher ups, or he intimated that he told his higher ups. Uh, I mentioned there's a petition, thousands of people, almost twenty thousand people. Last I checked, had signed this petition. They're trying to get twenty five thousand uh, online signatures to save oh, Urban Meyer. Don't get that, no problem. Uh, and Eddie, what are you doing tonight, Monday night at six p.m. Eastern time? What are you doing? Uh, I don't. Three think o'clock I in the any, west. I don't think I have yeah. any plans. You what should, what you should, should I do? Well, you should be going to Ohio Stadium, the North Rotunda. Wow. It's a little uh, far, but uh, you can get a flight. What's going on? Morning there? flight out of LAX. You having a rally for him or something? Uh, yes, they yeah. uh, are going to have a uh, an Urban Meyer rally to show. It says here the purpose is to show our support for Ohio State football players, coaches, Urban Meyer, and their families. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the rally there will take place at 6 p.m. Everyone's invited. They're going to have a prayer, Ohio State cheers, the urban story, open microphone for fans. I'm sure that won't get spicy at all. It's all going to oh, take no. place. No, that is a bad idea. <laughs> that is a bad idea. Do not do that, Ohio no, State. Whoever's be- in charge, rethink that. No open I, I understand you want to show the people at Ohio yeah. State University that you support the coach. Fine, okay. Look, let's not. I mean, I know we're all going to point our fingers at those people in Ohio. It would be the same at just about every other big time college yeah. program that wanted to keep their really good football coach too. It's not them. It's it's just the way most people. Well, are. rallies in general look awkward. Remember, remember the, the rallies at Tennessee because they were going to hire Greg yes, Schiano. Yes, yes. It just is a awkward look. It's just the the whole rally thing does not the visual on the rally thing. The optics on that. Yeah. Are awkward. But I think it goes back to kind of the point that I and Roberto made when we thought that he had a decent chance of surviving this is that they don't care what everyone else thinks. They care about their community and their area and well, their I get state. That. But you got so we we, yeah, we can all yeah. laugh at him and mock him, but in yeah. the end it's about them. So Well, that's true, but it's also about liability and they gotta look into that. Are they are they going to have but to But that's write is a that gonna check? change if they have a rally or not? 
Well, I'm not talking about necessarily the rally. I'm talking about whether Urban keeps his job. Yeah. The rally's going to take place. I, I, sure I we'll... think, like I said, I think they're getting sued. How many people? Yeah, like, they're going to get sued either way, so might as well just keep That's Urban right. Meyer. That's, That's, keep him. That's the way to go. All right, so uh, how many people for the rally? Uh, over, under 1,000. Over, over, under, over. Really? You think oh, yeah. over a thousand Absolutely. on a Monday night? Oh, yes. This is kind of a ragtag grassroots movement. It's not. That's not like the schools doing this. I think it's, they'll get a thousand students to show up. Mm. It's on campus, yeah. right? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's on Ohio, at Ohio Stadium. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we get back to. Oh the wait, call. school's not in session right now, is it? Uh oh. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. A daisy. <laughs> they need to reschedule it. It does say though in <laughs> the in the release that I was given here, Eddie, from the people that have put this on. It says, "Come on, uh, uh, come out, and but please keep things civilized and peaceful." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. I'm sure there will be no. Yeah, I can't wait to see the signs. And the, oh, oh yeah, boy. none of that will happen. Let's go to Christopher in Houston. He's got his Roberto Osuna Astros jersey on. He's so excited for his Astros. Hello, Chris. Now, Ben, you paint to make me look like a bad pitcher right now. You know, people talking bad about me because Quick Chicken Roberto hung up on me before I can even put out my story. Uh-oh. You know, and my reason for it, okay? The reason why I say Urban Meyer is a snake. Now, first of all, Roberto Osuna, okay? Can you give me details of what happened with a Roberto Osuna? Because if he did what he did and we have yes. a report about I, it, I, he then was I the, can, the, authorities, I the authorities in Canada charged him with a crime because they believed there was enough evidence in the Canadian legal system where he committed an act that was a criminal act. Yes. No, 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 Ben. I don't want to use Has anyone been charged with a crime? Do we want to play that game? Has anyone been charged in the Ohio State story? Ben, had the police file? They're no hanging fruit, Ben. Now, it's, you know it's, accurate. it's 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 accurate. No, because he got arrested. No, but he got arrested. It's not like, listen, I believe if you want to make an so argument, ben, hold on a sec. So if ben. you want to make an argument about Raldis Chapman, I we talked a lot about that. I don't believe Raldis Chapman committed an act of domestic violence. I don't. Uh, that's a different case. He wasn't arrested. He wasn't charged with a crime in that case. This is different. This guy got arrested. He was charged with a crime. It's a much different scenario. Ben, he's accused. If It's the same thing as what Raldis uh, Chapman. He was accused. Isn't it right? But you, you compared him to Urban Meyer. You know Urban what, Meyer. You know Urban, Me- Urban Meyer did not commit a crime, did he? Urban Meyer was not charged with a crime, was he? He wasn't. But but, but you said he's worse Meyer than Roberto Osuna, who no, has been arrested no. and charged with a crime of domestic violence. Do you understand how ridiculous that sounds? Okay, let you me understand. My, let me explain my reason about Urban Meyer. Now, now Chris, it's before you do that, Urban Chris, Meyer, Chris, before you do what? that, you realize you're you're standing in quicksand right now. You're standing there with a bullhorn. You're with you're holding a bullhorn in quicksand right now while you do this. Go ahead. Okay. Now, Urban Meyer, the reason why I call him a snake, if you go back and look at Florida and look at all the things that got covered up at Florida, and now you're telling me that he didn't know nothing about the the Cam Newton incident that all of a sudden came out when Cam Newton went to Auburn. Am I am I not lying? The Percy Harvin incident. The or Aaron Hernandez incident. Yes, and much of that's on the internet. When Ohio State hired Urban Meyer, they are aware. They're not naive to the fact of his past. And exactly. all coaches, though, all co- so, I believe successful coaches dabble, maybe not to the extreme that Urban Meyer does, but they, they dabble in shady activity. Jim Trussell right now is looking like, man, what, what? I mean, I got fired for over some tattoos and some autographs. And this guy here is sitting here lying to, the, lying to everybody 
that he didn't know about this, and he knew about that. And this guy, this guy that he fired, he had multiple allegations against him. Roberto Osuna only has one. Oh, this is it. Okay. He has no other pay. Well, you know, you could be an upstanding citizen and get charged with one murder, and you're a murderer. I mean, that's how that works. I mean, that's kind of the the, the, the way that that goes. You but being as a man, as a man, <laughs> what? What? we get we get the short end of the stick when it comes down to domestic violence. Sometimes, and it could be a, a case where. She was hitting on him, and he probably moved her away. Uh, it could, it could be. Down. It also, now, you know it could, that, it could that, be. That's, listen, that's that's what he wants it to be. That's what you want it to be, Chris. Listen, it might be. It, it might also be that he, he treated her like a punching bag. It could also be that too. It, it, he didn't have a punching bag, so he used her face. It could be that also. Now, Ben, I trust my organization, and I trust <laughs> yeah. what they what they do. So, I, if if the guy did what he did, then hey, he need to get the heck up out of town. All right, but, final it, final uh, question. You going home? But, or, you going home or road? Osuna, Jersey. Which one are you getting? Or both? I'm not getting either. I'm not getting. I'm not getting either. That's both. I don't, I don't, That's I don't both. You're getting both. For players, man. You don't root for players. I don't, you don't I like, root for team, man. Uh, I root uh, for the team, bro. I'm uh, a team player. I got you. I understand. All right, I gotta go. Thank you. Right, there you go. So, Chris in Houston. I bet you he's got both. I was gonna blow him up. I don't want him to cry. Spring training jersey, batting practice jersey, and a retro Blue Jays Roberto Osuna jersey. Got all the whole yeah, package. He, he has all of them. Chris got the full, the full package, the full deal. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we continue chopping down the late night hours here. We have the Who Am I game. This is where we pretend to be somebody else. This we call it the Who Am I game, and we'll have the MLB pick him as well. Here's the Who Am I game. I played parts of nine mostly unmemorable seasons with the Astros and Rangers. But I am most known for having a live moth pulled out of my ear during a big league game. Again, I played parts of nine unmemorable, mostly unmemorable seasons with the Astros and Rangers. But I am most known for having a live moth pulled out of my ear during a game. Who am I the answer? And we'll have the MLB pick and we'll get to it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We will have the MLB Pick'em coming up in a couple of minutes. And the Who Am I game. And no, I've not done an entire hour on the Red Sox. I've not. That doesn't mean I won't do that when I moonlight in Boston on Monday night. I might do three hours on the Red Sox. I don't know. But the Red Sox, they beat the Yankees in the Sunday night game. They are now 45 games over 500. It's the fourth time in the history of the Red Sox. They've been around since the 1800s. That's gone on. First time, though, since 1946 that a Red Sox team has been that far above 500. How how disheartening is it if you're a Yankee apologist? I mean, you got to win it one game, and they had this game in hand. They had the game in hand against the against the Red Sox, and they they gave that game away, as Jim Moore would say back in the day. Time for the Who Am I game? Here we go. I played parts of nine mostly unmemorable seasons with the Astros and Rangers, but I am most known for having a live moth pulled out of my ear during a game. Who? Am I? That Who? is the question. That's right. The answer right about now. Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? Ernie is going with Pablo Escobar as his answer. Cardiac Stanley, very active tonight on Twitter, says Freddie Boom Boom Washington. 
Patrick's going with the old knuckleballer Phil Necro. That's Patrick, the Uber driver from San Diego. Rob in Minnesota says Armando Galarraga. Lamont is going with the infamous Otis Nixon as his answer. The rooster says it's got to be you, Darvish, Ben. Ooh, this guy, Arik, is close. He got the last name right. You did not get the first name right. It's a bad job by you. Robbie, the Mariner fan, is going with Antonio's dad, who feeds him the answers. Yeah, there's a lot of people convinced that Antonio's a fraud, that there's a, there's a, like an inside job and his parents are involved and someone's like helping him out, that he's, he's a, he's a, it's a rigged deal with Antonio. We'll have more on that later. Uh, Jordan got this right. How about that? Jordan got it right, uh, as did uh, Vols fan Jimmy and Polly D. You can tell the guys that, that Googled it and cheated. Dupree cheated. He's a cheater. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yeah, I think it's Houston Street, but Andrew and Fremont says it's somebody named Mike Sims who I've never heard of before. Yeah, why you got to listen to Andrew and Fremont? Because you, you're wrong, but Andrew and Fremont's right. So you got it wrong, but he got it right. It's Mike Sims, the infamous Mike Sims. Do you remember this game, Eddie? It was on I the, just said I don't even remember okay. the person. Well, it was on the Superstation on TBS in 1991. An Atlanta Brave game at Fulton County Stadium. I believe it was at Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta. Uh, the Braves and the Astros were playing Pete Harnish against John Smoltz. That was the matchup. The game was delayed for about five minutes because nondescript outfielder Mike Sims had a live moth stuck in his ear, and they had to stop the game in Atlanta. Some of the names on that Braves team, or some of the guys that played in that game in general for the Braves, they had Otis Nixon. Tommy Gregg, Lonnie Smith, among some of those guys in the lineup back in 1991, in August of 1991. So Mike Sims is the answer, and we move on right now because look at the time. Oh, my. Yes, indeed, it is the MLB Pick'em. I want to point out, last week when we were in here on Friday, I was mocked. I was ridiculed. I was shamed. Why would you pick Rick Porcello with the first pick? You don't know baseball. Coop, I would like you to get right on that microphone loud and proud after Porcello tossed a one-hitter against the Yankees, that vaunted Yankee lineup, a one-hitter. Who is the winner of the MLB Pick'em and thus the smartest man in the room? Ben, we actually tied. We had the same amount of That's points. That's a lie. Who that is won not the a game? lie. We tied. Who won the and game? I generously won the game? gave you the win. I won the game. Where does Ben Who? sit in the standings? Doesn't group? matter. That's that's uh, a red herring. That's a red. I didn't, ask you about wow. I didn't ask you about you making me Mr. Baseball expert. Last. Listen, I'm on fire. The last two You're on days, fire. You're in last place. I have the longest <laughs> winning streak on the show the last two days. You guys are all trailing me the last two days. I'm starting the San fresh. Diego Padres. With the first pick, <laughs> Team Maller selects Cole Hamels. Woohoo! Cool. Bad choice. Uh, I will go with terrible choice. Charlie Morton. Wow. That's a good pick. Wow. Eddie. Trevor Bauer. Oh, that's terrible. Roberto. That's why you're in last place. Jake Arrieta. That's a bad strategy by you, Roberto. No one else can take a picture. All right, one more. Go ahead, Roberto. (laughs) Uh, Javier Baez. Javier Baez. No, that's good. You stuck it there. No. Eddie. (laughs) Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Koopa Loop. I'll go with uh, Gene Segura. Gene Segura. Give me Francisco Lindor, and I will take Charlie Blackman. Koop. Uh, all right, I will go with. Uh, Hurry up! Uh, oh my God, Jose Altuve. Is he hurt still? Yes, Eddie. 
Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Roberto. I would take Mike Stanton. <laughs> now Giancarlo. There you go. Coop, I'll give you a, I'll give you five Altuves. Five <laughs> of them because <laughs> none of them are playing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You could say it's the story of the bitter lemon or those bitter at the lemon, but it is the story of the weekend. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Ray quotes all you have to do. So it was the talk of the town. It happened on Friday night. And I'd assume that, hey, if something happens on Friday, that's you know several days. You know, we're here Friday morning, but then we go away. And if something happens, usually by the time we come back, it, it doesn't still have legs. This still has legs. It's still got life. And so we've got to jump into this. It was the talk of the NBA weekend, the political theater engaging not really a Friday night news dump, more like a Friday night Twitter dump from the West Wing unloading on LeBron James. Uh, at least that's how the story is being told. Now, if you somehow have missed this, that means you are A, not political, you have no interest in politics, B, you were completely off the grid all weekend. Otherwise, if you consume pretty much any media, you are aware of the story. Any media, you're aware of the story. So um, let me let me give you where I am on this. Now, uh, if you are not political or if you missed it somehow, uh, let me give you the the update here. Uh, again, I'm not sure how that's possible, but you really have to be deep in the woods, deep in the woods uh, to not be aware of this. So President Trump responding by Twitter on Friday night is uh, hanging out. What, what better thing to do on Friday than watch CNN, I guess? Uh, so he's watching on on Friday Don Lemon nemesis of the president there and an interview which actually took place at the beginning of the week. This is why I couldn't figure it out because the LeBron James interview with Don Lemon happened on Monday. I think it was Monday. LeBron had a bunch of media come in to pat him on the back and tell him how great he is. Uh, and, Le- and Don Lemon was part of that. And so the interview, I guess, aired again. They they don't have much programming over there, so they replayed it. And Here's the quote from the president. He said, quote, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike, Trump tweeted. All right, so I wanted to talk about this. Now, at the end of his message, the president obviously was expressing a great deal of appreciation for Michael Jordan, who hasn't played in the NBA in 15 years and currently owns an NBA team and is technically business partners with LeBron James because they're both part of Team Nike. All right, so we've had a bunch of people come out and have a statement after statement after statement after statement after statement. So the question is this. We'll frame it this way. Was President Trump's tweet unfair to LeBron James? Was it unfair to LeBron James? Now, I don't believe it was unfair to LeBron James, and uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Some people were all worked up into a lather over this. I did not. My perspective, you've got the conga line, the counterpunch, and the powwow. And we will link all of this together for you. Now, the first part of it, part A, 
The NBA community essentially put their equivalent of a human shield around LeBron James. You had Jeannie Buss, Michael Jordan, Adam Silver, and a host of other prominent players and executives in the NBA that formed a conga line as the, one after another they defended the honor of LeBron James. It was stunning. I was expecting them. I tweeted this out. I was expecting them to pack up the president and rip LeBron James, uh, and they didn't do it. They didn't. Not a single one of them. Not no. No one ripped LeBron. None of them. Uh, never happened. So, okay, fine. So we're at that point. So we have all these statements coming out. They all took turns with endless declarations and proclamations about King James' intelligence, his business uh, sense, all of that, uh, lining up one after another, defending LeBron James. Now, the one thing, I'll give him credit, uh, the thing they did not do which is the right thing when you respond to the president. They didn't mention the president's name. Like, the NFL would issue statements and they'd mention Trump's name. If you mention Trump's name, he's going to respond. So he's not going to respond to Jeannie Buss because he probably doesn't know who Jeannie Buss is or, or uh, Adam Silver because he, they didn't mention his name. They just gave a statement randomly. It was like a eulogy for LeBron James. It was very awkward, you know. Like, the Lakers randomly... Uh, they say, oh, let's issue a statement about how we love LeBron James over the weekend. We won't tell you why we're issuing that statement, but we'll issue the statement. Now, part B of this, what I believe is the story here, which has been lost in the woods, right, and in all this LeBron James love affair and all this, was the— Who, me? That's right. Was the intention of the tweet. That is my expert analysis. I'm a one-man think tank that what President Trump was trying to do was not attack LeBron James. He was directing his bullseye on Don Lemon. He can't stand CNN. He hates CNN. He hates Don Lemon. And so that part was lost because he went. the president went scorched earth and he tossed LeBron James' name in there out with the bathwater. LeBron went out there. Someone needs to show... Uh, the White House, the ratings of CNN, the only place, I'm convinced, I've, I've told people this before, the only place people are watching that are at airports and gyms. That's about it, based on the ratings. And yet he's getting, the president's getting all worked up over this, and no one's watching. No one's watching this. I don't, I don't understand. Now, since Trump mentioned King James, right, since he got his name in there, even though I believe the intention was to uh, attack Don Lemon, and so he mentioned LeBron as part of an assault on the CNN uh, anchor there, uh, that we should point out that 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 he is fair game. That, that, that a lot of people seem to assume that LeBron James is off limits. He's just a basketball player. He's not a political figure. He's not a politician. And while it is true LeBron James has never won, run for office, he is in Donald Trump's world from the perspective, if you look at the political world, LeBron James is part of it. Uh, and President Trump, for better or for worse, is a counterpuncher. That's how he operates. He's a counterpuncher. Uh, now, what does that mean? LeBron James is an operative of the Democratic Party. Uh, that is not debatable. He campaigned for Hillary Clinton to win in Ohio. It didn't work out for LeBron. He has uh, supported the Democrats for many, many years. That's his political standing. That's fine. Uh, but he's gone public on it. He's also taken some shots at 
Donald Trump, some thinly veiled, some not so thinly veiled shots at Trump from time to time since he became president. So the Donald couldn't help himself, right? But I do believe, again, the intent was to assault Don Lemon, and it was lost in translation, right? Because I don't think the Lakers would have released a statement to defend Don Lemon. I don't think Adam Silver would have said, we believe Don Lemon's great on CNN. I don't think that would have happened. I don't believe Michael Jordan would be, I believe in Don Lemon. I don't think any of that would have happened. All right, now the last thing here, the parting shot on this. Now, previously, LeBron James was asked whether he would sit down with Donald Trump. And this was actually in the interview. I believe that was in the interview there with Don Lemon. Uh, and and remember, LeBron has called President Trump a bum. Um, that was over the Steph Curry disinvite to the White House uh, and whatnot. Uh, he said, I would never sit across from him. That was the quote from LeBron James. And see, this is where LeBron is wrong. He's lacking foresight here. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why. For all of the insults and for all of the verbal haymakers that the president tosses out, and they're endless, and there's more coming today. There's more coming today. It is my opinion that when you actually get into a room and have a powwow with President Trump, you can get what you want. Uh, remember, he's gone, not to get political, but he went from calling Kim Jong-un the little rocket man to having dinner with him uh, you know, and, and having, a, having a meet and greet in, over North Korea and whatnot. Kim Kardashian was, was not short-sighted. She went to the White House. She had an agenda. She got what she was looking for. So I'm not sure what LeBron James' agenda is. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm assuming he's got one. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where it is, but if he had an issue and he wanted to get something done, he could get some FaceTime, and he would likely get what he wanted uh, in a meeting. And for those that emailed me over the weekend saying, well, you're going to rip LeBron? You ripped, uh, you ripped J.J. Watt? No, listen. Here's the, I'm not ripping LeBron, per se. All I'm pointing out is my this is my position as far as the whole charity thing and all that. I've been very consistent with J.J. Watt. And others, it is my belief that the value of charity, whatever it might be, whatever that donation, whatever how big or how small it is, whatever that is, uh, the amount of charity goes down based on the amount of praise. If you do it for the praise, then that's that's an issue. It is my opinion that the value of that charity donation is reduced if you end up doing uh, doing it for the praise. And true charity should be done anonymously. Now, LeBron James was clearly raised differently. He likes holding news conferences and, and doing a victory lap, and it worked for him because he's getting the applause here. It's good for him. I, listen, he, that's what he was wanting, and he got it from a number of media outlets that went there and were praising him. Uh, and they, they all traveled there, and it was, it was great for, for LeBron. That's just... My perspective on charity is you shouldn't be doing it for the attention, and clearly I'm in the minority. Many people believe that you should only really do it for the, the attention. J.J. Uh, Watt at the top of that list, and then you've got LeBron there as well. All right, if you would like to be part, the number, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and you can be part of the festivities, and we are – also on Facebook, our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show on Facebook. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Judas Garcia writes, 
over there. Now, Ben, you kind of teased this on yes, Friday's right. show. Do right. we have any kind of an update on the happenings in San Bernardino? Well, we're up? still going. I, I am still awaiting the uh, word, but I, I don't have it yet. I thought I was going to have it by tonight. I don't. Things shut down on the weekend, but I am told hopefully by Tuesday at the latest, and I'd like to have it later on on our next show. But we are going to be there August 24th. It's a Friday night. San Bernardino will be hanging out. It's going to be a good time. We've got listeners who have RSVP'd who are going to be there from Blind Scott from Boston. We have a listener from Sydney, Australia who's going to be there. So she, I just want to point out, she's not coming just because of us. She happened, She had to have a, she had a trip already planned, Eddie, but we're going to make it seem like she's just coming to hang out with us. Yeah, it sounds yeah. better if she's yeah, coming yeah, to see us, yeah. and then she's going to do some other things while she happens yeah, to be here. Yeah, so the way we're going to – this is the only time I want to mention this because the next few times I mention this story, it'll be she's coming to see us all the way from Sydney, Australia, and not to see her family and not to see her friends. It's to see us because we're her radio friends and her radio family. So we've got that. We also have uh, listeners from uh, Seattle, the Seattle area, Northern California, Denver, uh, places uh, all over Texas. We've gotten a couple people from Texas that have said they're coming. Now, keep in mind, uh, we know from past experience, we went to we went to Bakersfield. number of people said, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up. Uh, a lot of them did not, uh, did not show up. We had, we had a good turnout. We had people travel from all over the place, too, for that. Uh, so just because people say they're going to go doesn't mean they're going to actually show up. But people have been reaching out saying, hey, where are you going to be? What's going on? And all that. We'll have some more clarity on that uh, soon enough. So we will. Looking forward to it. It's going to be wonderful. And it'll be really cool. <laughs> it won't be hot at all. It'll be it's nice not. And... It hasn't been warm here in Southern California much. No. no. no I'm no. sure out there in Nevada where you live, it's been very breezy. Oh, it's been wonderful. It's been great. Just don't go outside. That's the key. You don't go outside. Yeah. You, you know, the inside. air conditioning is free here. I've got it cranked up. Uh, uh, oh, really? You're here. able to crank it up? Yeah. Because I want you to know, in this room, we're not <laughs> able to alter the air conditioning. Is the is the thermostat still covered up by the wallpaper? Well, not only that, but before, even before they switched it and they put the wallpaper over the thermostat, uh, I, I recall when it happened, there was a former like Penn State basketball player that worked here did a show on the weekend. I don't remember who he is. But he, uh, he worked here, and there was a collision and it knocked the air conditioning thing off the wall. And when they replaced it, they replaced it with one that cannot be adjusted by the people that work here. You know the people that need to adjust the air conditioning to their yeah. comfort level? It cannot be adjusted. And only management can adjust it. So I remember when that happened. Because for the first like 15 years, we were able to adjust to the perfect temperature. Like I like it really cold. Other people like it warm. It doesn't matter. It's gonna be. It's like the Astrodome. It's the same temperature no matter what. Was it seventy-two degrees? Right? Isn't that what's supposed to be? I think. Yeah, I may have to uh, put on a little uh, like a pullover here or something. It's so frosty in this room. Well, you don't have to brag, Eddie. There's no yeah, need to brag. Well, I didn't think I, mean, I was bragging. I was just yeah. you know pointing it out. Yeah. Nice okay. and chilly. The Maller Mansion. When I get home. Icebox. Okay. Ice. <laughs> oh, man. Ice that box. Really? That surprises really me because yeah. you are a notorious tightwad, and I figured if you got to pay for the air conditioning, yeah, that you know, bill's gonna be. Well, you'd have to, like uh, uh, a block uh, of ice in front I, of a fan uh, Eddie, or something. I, I am a problem solver. You know what I did? I went. <laughs> what I, did you do? Because I care about the environment, I went solar. So I have uh, solar uh, panels uh, on the Maller Mansion. It's a good so, move. So that air conditioning does not go it does not go high. It goes low. Low, low, <laughs> low, 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 low is how it goes. 
Anyway, all right, so the Ben Maller Show will take your calls. Again, 877-99 on Fox is the number, 877-996-6369 in the doghouse. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program to help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. My favorite part when I when I am forced to do a Maller monologue that involves anything to do with Donald Trump is Blind Scott going unhinged. He gets so upset at the mere mention of President Trump's name and he just goes into a full assault mode on Twitter. The rambling lunatic Blind Scott. I love it. It's just great. I, I enjoy every second of it, every one of them. Uh, every one of the tweets and all that, they're just absolutely great. And we have an update also. A, a guy named Salsa says he is planning to come hang out with us August 24th all the way from Puerto Rico, Eddie. How about that? He's wow. coming from Puerto Rico That's to nice. hang out. He's been a loyal listener of mine for over a decade, and he's going to come. That's to be outstanding. Now, again, I feel pressure. Like, I have to perform or something like that. Yeah, like you to, do. You're going to have well, to throw no. a 80-mile-an-hour fastball. Well, that's guaranteed. <laughs> I, do, I did that in Bakersfield. No, you did, did not. I did. No, you threw a 30-mile-an-hour blooper. No, I threw... Gas. The video is on on YouTube. Yes, if anybody edited, wants to see it, doctored it is... video. Oh, Everyone God. knows what you can do with digital editing Shit. now. Watch and see for yourself, folks. Yeah, you see for yourself. You yeah. can tell it was Please edited, do. and no, you see, you, boy, that no, the I great mean... form I had, the way oh, that I released Lord. the baseball. Uh, I'm surprised I don't pitch for the Orioles the last month of the year. Be added to their 40 man roster. Absolutely. Well, the Royals are. Are quickly creeping uh, there with the Orioles as no, they're one of the neck worst. and neck. Well, yeah, yeah, you have a bunch of teams that, that you think tanking's a, only a pandemic in basketball. You know, you got tanking in baseball too. Yeah, it's going on all over the place. All right, to the phones we go, and uh, let's see here. Let's go to Omar in St. Paul, who's up next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Omar. Oh, Ben, 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 Ben. Yeah. What, first what, of all, you, yeah, what, you, what, what, ben, what, what, what? Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, 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 you said that the tweet was about lemon. No, no, the tweet was wrapped in lemon. Donald Trump ended the tweet with "I like Mike." So who was he talking about? When no, he, he was said, a, "I like he, Mike." The, he, the main direction was at Don Lemon. He was attacking Don Lemon. That's who he was attacking. So, so, so why didn't he hashtag uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity? He was coming at LeBron. And no, he, he wasn't coming. He was, he, was, he was attacking Don Lemon. That was his original mission. And then, as collateral damage, he uh, got worked up, and he uh, tossed LeBron out there, and then just to touch up his work at the end, he put the cherry on top of the Sunday. Now, 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 now second thing, you said, you said LeBron is an operative of the Democratic Party. That is so, correct. So you, you, you mean to tell me LeBron is the first entertainer, the first athlete, the first musician to endorse a political candidate. How foolish do you sound, man? I never said anything. Those, you're putting words in my mouth. All I said was LeBron is an operative of the Democratic Party campaign for Hillary Clinton. And t- I guarantee you that President Trump is fully aware of everyone that did campaign against him. So, oh, what don't a coward. Hang up. What a coward. <laughs> Omar the coward. Let's go to. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't even have a discussion. People get so they yeah, get so upset on, they hang, hang up, like man. Right. Yeah, only we can hang up on you, not the other way. Around. Yeah, we're <laughs> the ones. We are able to hang up on that's you. Right, All right, uh, DG, I believe that's correct. DG is next up, uh, and hello, you are on Fox Sports Radio. 
Hello, DJ. Oh, um, yeah. I'll be a lot more diplomatic about this. Like, taking politics aside with this, um, I think LeBron, like, the reason why he doesn't want to get into a room with Donald Trump is not because he doesn't want to see eye to eye or get what he wants. I think the NBA is more about, like, your personal brand, and you can be a personal guy one-on-one and, and own your brand. But I think LeBron would see that in most of the NBA players and the Players Association and the fans that are, like, diehards would see him trying to see eye-to-eye with Trump as a negative versus, like, you know, the NFL, the owners are larger than life. They're the guys that kind of rule the roost. And that's probably why he doesn't want to get in the room. And I totally agree with you. Like, if he got behind a closed door with Trump, he'd get exactly what he wants. But I think that would be a loss for LeBron because him being a foe versus a friend or an ally um, actually helps him. Well, you bring up a good point. There are no Trump supporters in the NBA. There, there were like two of them that publicly supported Trump. Neither one of them, I believe, is still in the NBA. One, one was like Andrew Bogut, yeah, and the other was uh, who's not even from the U.S. Ironically, and the other one was I forget the guy. He was a another center, like a backup center, who I think is out of the NBA too. So, all right, yeah, thank you, DJ. Your phone sucks, but you're you know, thank you. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven. Nine nine six six three six nine, and you can be part of the festivities here. I got a couple of things. I was I'm gonna try to find these things here. Try to read the gibberish that's coming in here. Uh, Daryl, oh Daryl, always gets worked up. He's easily triggered. This guy Daryl. He says uh, this coming. He's reacting my Mallard monologue about the Trump tweet, which I believe was directed at Don Lemon, and then LeBron was collateral damage in that. Uh, Daryl says this from a guy that wants. Koopa Loop to mention his name when he occasionally wins a Zania radio bit. Yes, Daryl, that's part of the show. That's the magic of the show. He then says, leave LeBron alone and others that are doing good things in the world. Uh, then he says, it you put $1 into a school, it you put $1 into a school. I believe that is, uh, that is a faux pas. I believe you made a mistake there, Daryl. Uh, your cheap ass would want recognition. Stop. You sound silly. And again, Daryl, this is where I point out, A, you don't know me in real in real life. You don't. Uh, and B, there there is money going out of the Mallard pocket that does go to charity. But like I said, I was just I was raised that if you, you do a victory lap and call a news conference to announce your charity, it demeans the charity. Right? The only people that should really thank you for your charity are the, the people that are getting the charity, the people that are receiving the charity. So that's that's how that works. So anyway, all right, uh, let's see. All right, we'll keep it going here. We got Mallard of the third degree. We'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes. Also, in the doghouse, in the doghouse, we'll get to that as well. Right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, plausibly on time, Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, let's get you caught up on Sunday's baseball action in games of note. The Red Sox were down three runs in the ninth inning. They rallied a tie and then walk off with a 5-4 win over the Yankees in 10 innings to sweep the four-game series from their rival. Boston now holds a nine-and-a-half game lead over New York atop the AL East. Yankees have dropped five in a row. Finale of a World Series rematch with the Dodgers beating the Astros 3-2. LA is now tied with Arizona for the NL West lead. Diamondbacks lost to the Giants 3-2. Cubs fall to the Padres 10-6, but Chicago still has that one-game lead on Milwaukee atop the NL Central because the Brewers also lost, falling to the Rockies 5-4 in 11. Phillies beat the Marlins 5-3. Philadelphia's won five in a row. They still lead the NL East by a game and a half on Atlanta. Braves did beat the Mets 5-4 in 10, and Atlanta holds on to the 
final wildcard spot in the National League. They're a half game up on both LA and Arizona. A's have won six in a row. They shut off the Tigers 6-0. Their lead for that final wildcard spot in the American League is at two and a half games. Mariners kept pace with a 6-3 win over the Blue Jays. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. A day after hosting his unconventional Pro Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony at his old school, former NFL wide receiver Terrell Owens worked out for the CFL's Saskatchewan Rough Riders as he still has hopes of apparently playing football. Speaking of the CFL, Ben, did you see our boy Johnny Manziel? I know it was on Friday, but we haven't talked about it. Four interceptions in his debut for the yeah, you know what? Montreal uh, Alouettes, uh, and he got benched. This, this was an intentional act by Manziel. Let me tell you something. Okay? Uh, excuse me? First of all, no, no, let me explain, okay? This is, a Please geni- do. this is a genius move. He went out there and played like absolute puke, right, Manziel, but it was intentional. You know why? Other defenses in the CFL are going to be overconfident when they play Johnny Manziel, and he's going to have theory. a competitive advantage in the future because no one's going to take it seriously when you play the Montreal Alouettes because, first of all, they don't know what an Alouette is, and then secondly, they're going to see Manziel be like, oh, this guy threw all these interceptions. He's repulsive. He he stinks. He you, We're going to beat this guy, and then he's going to go light him up. It's great. No one will be watching, but he's going to light him up, Eddie. Boy, he was really bad. Awful. Man. Hey, how was that website, by the way, Eddie? I sent you a, a, a link. Uh, Did you it, use it? it? I, I tried it out on Friday, and it looked good. Well, it's great. Uh, no, it's not but the, but, good. But no, the, that's the wrong adjective. But the team, it's not good. It's great. The team I wanted to see wasn't playing. So then yeah. I tried it again on Sunday, and for some reason they said the game was unavailable. No, no, the game's available. You just got to play around with it a little bit. <laughs> what game were you? What game did you want to watch? Uh, I want to watch the Pirates and the Cardinals. Oh, that's on there. You just got to click refresh, click a couple of buttons. Yeah, you'll get that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, you shouldn't use this, Eddie. You should not use this. It's wrong. But if you did use it, you'd... Well, you didn't have to include that part. What is it, Ben? I don't know. Whatever it is, whatever that thing is that Eddie's talking about. I, want I, I don't know what that is. You want in on that? Yes, sir. You think Roberto's worthy of the the secret? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's still on probation in the circle of trust here, the bubble of trust. I'll think about it. Uh, here's a guy I hate you says Ben is being an a hole because the Astros beat up the Dodgers again. Well, actually, the Dodgers uh, they are on a one game winning streak against the Astros, and ever since Roberto Osuna joined the Astros. Not only did the Astros lose all integrity, they've lost every game he's been part of the active roster. They have yet to win a game, the Astros, with Roberto Osuna on the roster. Going down. Going down, 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 down. Uh, who else do we have? A couple other, a bunch of people that sent some interesting things here that I wanted to get to that are on my list here. The uh, Twitter bombs, as they are, that are going on. But a lot of Astro fans. A lot of Astro fans with things to say. Commentary. Shocking, 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 shocking. I know. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here. We're going to have, in a little bit, we will have another edition of Mallard of Third Degree. Actually, before we get to the phones, I wanted to work this in here because there is some scuttlebutt out of Laredes that John Gruden could be making an example out of one of the veteran Raiders who hasn't even played a regular season game with the Raiders. John Gruden publicly calling out former Pittsburgh Steeler Martavius Bryant for his poor work ethic in training camp. Been hurt a lot. 
And according to Gruden, Martavius Bryant is falling behind several other Raiders on the depth chart. So the question is this. What are the chances that John Gruden makes an example out of Martavius Bryant and cuts his ass at the end of training camp and says, hey, this is my team. I don't care if you've been in the NFL for 10 years. It doesn't matter to me. If you if you act like a misfit, you're not going to be on the Raiders. I'm going to set this. It's very un-Raider-like, by the way. I'm going to set this, uh, Eddie. I believe there's a – I'm not going to go too high. I'll be realistic because Martavius Bryant is a big play receiver. Uh, and the Raiders, you figure Jordy Nelson will get hurt by the end of training camp so or the end of the exhibition game, so they're going to need some receivers. So I'm going to go at 25% chance. Martavius Bryant, who is listed as a starting receiver for the Raiders with Amari Cooper and you've got Jordy Nelson in the slot. Uh, because the who are the backups? You've got you've got was Griff Whalen uh, hanging out there. He's a, he's on that team. Who? The great Seth Roberts, who I think is a who? weekend producer. What about here. Jordy Nelson? Well, no, he's Jordy <laughs> Nelson's on the team. Yeah, oh, yeah he's the other one. Well, no, they've got Amari Cooper, Martavius Bryant, and Jordy Nelson as the top three receivers. Those are the top three. And then behind those guys are, according to the depth chart, you've got someone named Ryan Switzer. I don't know who that is. Johnny Holton. They've got him and Seth Roberts. That's like the next line behind Martavius Bryant. But Gruden's crazy enough, and he's diabolical enough, where if he sees Bryant not getting the job done and these other guys look good in practice. Just get rid of them. Yeah, you could just get rid of those guys, dump man. his ass. It's not like the Raiders traded that much. They didn't. They traded a mid-round draft pick, right? To, I believe to get Martavius Bryant. Fifth-round pick, something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's a big deal. No big deal. Look, at Roberto's a Raider fan. Look, we, got, I don't care. we got rid of Marquette King, and look, now he's giving the Broncos problems. I know. More on that later. All right. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox right now. Well, here we go. Let's get to it. It's a new week. Let the game begin. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And away we go. It is another edition of Maller to the third degree. We start out a new week. Your guide to radio fun. We bring in the Coop the Loop. All right, Ben. This is kind of a weird story. So it was announced over the weekend that Mike Social will be stepping down after the end of the season. Yeah. That was Ken Rosenthal behind a paywall that did that. Yeah. Yes. Now, Sosha is the longest tenured manager in Major League Baseball. His uh, his tenure contract's coming to an end, and it, the report was that he will not be pursuing an extension and that he's not stepping down due to pressure from the club. But no sooner was that report out, the very next day, Mike Sosha called that report uh, Poppycock. Poppy, I was yeah. going to say Poppycock. Well, why'd you pause? I, I just he was, called it Poppycock. Yeah. What are you afraid? You you can say poppycock. No, did he actually say poppycock? He said the word poppycock. Oh. oh, I was just which tells you he's old and yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, Ben, what do you think's going on here? Well, listen, I, Mike Sosha is not going to get a new contract, and so it, it here's my my take on it. It appears that the goal is to let this seem like Mike Sosha. It, it's his decision, right? But he's definitely a lame duck. He was a lame duck before the year. To me, the more compelling story when you talk about Mike Sosha's time in Anaheim is the coach killer. Now, who is the coach killer in this story? Albert Pujols is the reason that Mike Sosha is a failure here and is going to be out as Angels manager after all these years, and I'll tell you why. A, 
Now, it's not with his mouth, right? It's not with his mouth, but with his performance. Albert Pujols showed up in Anaheim. They had a red carpet ceremony there, highly touted, transcendent player. He was one of the top three players in baseball, if not the best player in baseball. When in St. Louis, right, Albert Pujols, Prince Albert, as he was known with the Cardinals, cheating Cardinals, he led the big leagues in just about every offensive category, home runs, RBIs, he won a batting title, he, he led the league in runs scored, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He shows up in Anaheim in a Halos uniform, and he has only led the league in grounding into double plays twice since he got to Anaheim, despite a $240 million contract. So he is the main reason that Mike Sosha is going to lose his job as manager of the Angels. And B, listen, Sosha, we always talk about this, do not let a falling star fall on you. And the Angels' front office at the time, and as a result, Mike Sosha, he had to pay the pay the piper, if you will, but in addition to Albert Pujols and his nosedive off the cliff into mediocrity, uh, the, the Angels also had a bunch of blue-chip minor league pitchers, guys that they thought were going to be pretty good, that were going to change the culture of the Angel pitching staff. And collectively, they were either ordinary, bad, or terrible in the major leagues. And just look at, look at Shohei Otani is the latest example. Now he's... He's just an outfielder. They didn't sign him to be an outfielder. They signed him to be a pitcher. But you can't feel bad for Sosha. He outlasted 111 managers, and the Angels have been unwatchable for many, many years here. So it's not like he didn't get plenty of opportunities, but I believe it's a direct result of the Angels and as a, and Mike Sosha betting on Albert Pujols and losing. Next! Kelvin Benjamin said that he thinks being drafted by the Panthers hurt his career, and he implied that Cam Newton is inaccurate, and that's the reason why. Do you think Benjamin would be a bigger deal if he were uh, on another team initially? Well, yes, but not the Buffalo Bills, which he's on right now. He'd have to be on a team with a top quarterback. If he'd been with the Patriots or the Green Bay Packers or one of the you know, the New Orleans Saints, it would have been a much different story. You know, we have a, a friend of the show whose cousin – is on the New Orleans Saints. But if, if that guy had been drafted by the Cleveland Browns, he wouldn't be a star right now. That's how that works. Number, a couple of thoughts on the Kelvin Benjamin story. Number one, Cam Newton is not an accurate passer. That's, that's not criticism. That's reality. Last season, there were 27 quarterbacks who had a better completion percentage than Cam Newton. What, maybe that was an outlier. What about 2016? In 2016, there were 29 quarterbacks. Cam Newton was dead last among all ranked quarterbacks in completion percentage. They didn't even have 32 ranked quarterbacks the year before that. Uh, he, he makes plays, but he doesn't make plays completing a high percentage of his passes. And number two, Cam Newton, the whole Superman mantra and all that, the, the fanboys of this quarterback, Cam Newton, they love him. He can't do no wrong. But he's at his best with the broken play when he's running around, scrambling, improvising. That's when Cam Newton's on his best. At his best. He's not at his best when he's got to run the traditional NFL drop back offense. And for Kelvin Benjamin, now he goes from Carolina to football purgatory in Buffalo, which they have the equally inaccurate and also might add, in this case, unproven Josh Allen, who eventually is going to be the quarter when AJ, a quarterback when A.J. McCarron flames out. That's, a, that's another guy who needs to be corrected. All right, next. Now, despite apparent outside pressure to blow up the team, Trailblazers GM Neil O'Shea says he has no plans to do so. 
You think that's the right strategy, Ben? Yes, absolutely. It is refreshing that that is going on. First of all, tanking, blowing up teams, this pandemic that has gone around, the only thing it ensures, there's only one thing that tanking ensures. It doesn't ensure that you're going to win. It doesn't. It doesn't ensure that you're going to win a championship. It ensures that you will provide an unwatchable product. That's the only thing that tanking guarantees. There are no magic remedies in in the NBA to get to the finals and to win the finals other than the star free agent. And you, you might have been able to get back as a playoff team in five years if you tank, but who would choose to go down that path, right? And secondly, outside of some big executives at Nike and Adidas, which have offices in the state of Oregon, some within the confines of Portland, outside of them mandating it, the Blazers are not going to get a top-shelf free agent to sign in Portland. They're fully aware of that. There's more than one way to peel an orange here, and I like the fact that Neil O'Shea, might I add a former Clipper, former Clipper, uh, Neil O'Shea, and the Blazer ownership here are trying to win. They are they're being aggressive. And, and, and rather than take the easy road out, like Sacramento, Phoenix, Dallas, teams like that, Brooklyn, I like it. All right, there it is. Maller to the third degree. How did we do? Uh, I guess you passed, man. That is a winner. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. All right, time now for the instant trivia. Blank has made over $300,000 per pass attempt over his NFL career, which has lasted almost a decade. Again, Blank has made over $300,000 per pass attempt over his NFL career and played almost a decade. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, I'm proud to report, Eddie, that my Maller monologue at the top of the hour about President Trump, LeBron James, and Don Lemon got Blind Scott worked into such a lather that his Twitter account has temporarily been restricted Whoa. by Twitter. What? He sent so many tweets out that his profile has now been restricted. Wow. He's so upset and with me. And that's a guy who sends out a lot of tweets. Yes. Like he goes on these Twitter bombs sometimes. Yeah. It's called Twitter carpet bombing yes. is what he does there. Nonstop. He has no sense of time and space. One after another. So he's going to have to get his like 12th different Twitter account now to make up for that. Time for the Insta trivia. Here we go. Blank, and we'll try to go all in real quick. Blank has made over $300,000 per pass over his NFL career and almost played uh, almost a decade now. Uh, Alex is going with, uh, he, he says, uh, you mean pass towards a woman, right? He's going with Ben Roethlisberger. Patrick says Matt Flynn, Patrick the Uber driver. Roman Gabriel from Jeff. Ivinson's going with Cam Newton's suggestion box. Yeah, that's one of my favorite stories about Cam Newton. I love. I smile every time I think about Cam saying how to cure the Carolina Panthers was to get a suggestion box. I think that's just great. Uh, Gumby Dave got this right. Cleo Lemon from Rob in Minnesota. 
Rosie the Riveter from Chris in Houston. That's another good Cam Newton story. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I do, Ben. All right. It's David Klingler. The great David Klingler. Fine guess. No. It is currently the backup quarterback of the Chicago Bears, Chase Daniel. He's made $24.3 million. He's attempted 78 passes in the regular season. So Chase Daniel is the answer. Uh, way to go. Uh, we don't have time to go all in. I, we, we're out of time, unfortunately. Coop's shaking his head no. How, what if I just give my pick? I can give my pick, right? You guys don't need to give a pick, right? No? We all have to do I, it together. I think we can fit it in. All for one? All right, I'm going to take the dime. We don't need the imaging. I'm going to take the diamond. I'm going to take the uh, Phillies, rather, with Jake Arrieta over the Diamondbacks. Um, so that's my pick. You guys are out of time, so you're screwed. You took too much. Astros over seven and a half. I'm taking the Diamondbacks. Eddie's got no pick. See, he's out of. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. One of the greatest news conferences I've ever witnessed in recent weeks. It happened over the weekend. We will dissect it. We even have some audio. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So Andrew Luck is back. That's the narrative. If you don't buy into that story, you're not, not part of of the NFL mainstream media, those particular stories have dominated the early part of the practice season. We've had one exhibition game played, which was painful to watch, the Chicago Bears and the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night. And that's it. Now, there's a bunch of exhibition games this week. Practice football will take over, which guarantees uh, we'll see quarterbacks get hurt. We'll see receivers, running backs Star defensive players all go down into the infirmary. And the, the story about Andrew Luck is, a, is an interesting one to me, and I can admit that I am more interested in the Andrew Luck narrative than most, but without even making it through the first regular season game unscathed, the media groupies, the fanboys have tagged Andrew Luck as not just the comeback player of the year, no, 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 but also a dark horse MVP candidate. In the National Football League, which makes the comments of Andrew Luck's boss all the more bizarre. So if you've not heard this, maybe you missed it. You're not a Colts fan, or you are a Colts fan. You you missed out on hearing it. Now, he was talking about backup quarterback. We'll get to the, uh, the audio here in a minute. But backup quarterback Jacoby Brissett is so valuable for the Colts. So, so valuable uh, how valuable is he? He's so valuable that the owner, Jim Ursay, in a bizarre, bizarro world type of news conference, uh, he ranted and raved about uh, a number of things. here. Before I get into the, the comments he made about Brissett, uh, he said the team wouldn't give up a uh, Brissett for a first-round pick. Wouldn't give up a, a, for a first-round pick, he said. He said, all of a sudden, we have the best backup quarterback in football. He bubbled about Brissett. What are we, what are we doing here? Uh, quote continues, I don't think we'd accept a first-round pick in a trade. Uh, I think he's that good. Uh, but wait, there's more, right? Here's a, Let's listen to Jim Irsay rant and rave air at Colt training camp. 
We also think we have one guy in particular, number 12, who is extremely uh, healthy, Buck, extremely excited, and, you know, just generally ready to go in every way, shape, and form. Okay. Uh, yes, he's waxing poetic about that. He, oh, well, you, you didn't see it. You Wait till you see this here. It gets even better. Uh, now, you had Frank Reich, the Colts coach, who said that Jacoby Brissett is a top-20 quarterback. You heard Ursay there talk about Andrew Luck. He also said, uh, I think you heard it a little bit there, extremely healthy, extremely excited, and there is no question he would be healthy, according to Jim Ursay. And Luck said that Andrew Luck can be one of the greatest players in the game, and he promises a great renaissance for the Indianapolis Colts. He was all over the place, helter-skelter Jim Mercer. So there's a lot to unpack here. Now let's start with Jacoby Brissett because that's what got my attention. My radar went off when I heard this. When he announced, the Colts owner, that they, uh, in, in his words here, we have the best backup quarterback in football, and I don't think we'd accept a first-round pick for Jacoby Brissett. So let's talk about this. Would the Colts... It, it, let's pick a team. The Raiders, right? The Raiders don't have a great backup quarterback. Let's say the Raiders said, you know what? We want this guy. We'll trade you a first-round pick because John Gruden is crazy enough. He's zany enough to do it. Let's say that phone call is made. Would the Colts reject that trade? Of course not, right? Of course not. My viewpoint on this, you've got the fish, the ordinary, and the man in the mirror. Fish, ordinary, and the man in the mirror. And I will attempt to bind all of this together. And we'll start with the, the first thing that pops in my head. Jim Mersey. I love this guy. I, he is nuts. All right. He is he's off the edge. And I, I, I look forward to hearing his ramblings. All right. He was clearly enjoying the good stuff at Colts camp. And he got off. He got out of his little golf cart, and he went out and he talked to the reporters there. It is an overstatement, and then it's another. It's one overstatement after another overstatement by Jim Irsay, right? I mean, I got a humdinger. No, I got a better humdinger. It's always enjoyable when the media get to interrogate the Colts owner because Jim Irsay. Now, to me, and it's radio. You can't see this, but if you are able to track down the video, it's from the weekend. And Jim Irsay at Colts camp. Jim Irsay looked to me like a cross between a drugged-up Charlie Sheen and Stevie Wonder. Uh, he, he was standing there wearing sunglasses, and he was shaking his head back and forth like Stevie Wonder does while he was talking. But he sounded like he was Charlie Sheen when he was on a lot of medication. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of pharmaceuticals. It's the perfect description. You saw it, right? Right? You saw the video that I sent it to you. So you saw. Is yeah. that not spot on, right? Yes, I don't yeah. think he could be described any better. It's the absolute perfect combination. <laughs> yeah, it's Charlie Sheen mixed with Stevie Wonder. Uh, it's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And uh, and I don't. Maybe there was some whiskey. There might have been some scotch, uh, bourbon. I don't know what else. He prefers pills, Ben. Oh, that's right. The the bag of pharmaceuticals. That's his his uh, his fix of choice. Uh, by the time Jim Irsay gets done hyping up Jacoby Brissett, he is going to have a statue <laughs> sanctioned in front of the Colts stadium next to Peyton Manning. It was unreal. And, and the cool thing about it is Irsay, while doing this, is mixing in weasel words. 
right? He's mixing in weasel. He, he said best, right? Best means as good as all the rest in that particular category. I've talked about that a million times. Uh, he says, I don't think, I don't think, is, of course, that's not a guarantee. It was just a fish story here and a fish story there and a fish story. That fish gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That is a, that is a massive fish. Now, secondly, is Jacoby Brissett the top backup in the NFL? That's not even true. Now, I will say that the eyeball test tells you that he is better than some, but let's hold off that he's the top the top backup quarterback in the NFL for the Indianapolis Colts. I'll toss some ice water on that. Here's Here are my, my top backups. You've got Tyrod Taylor, who will eventually be the backup in Cleveland. He's a temporary starter, so I consider him the backup of the Browns. Sam Bradford, if he doesn't get hurt, he'll be the backup for Josh Rosen in Arizona. I reluctantly, I will put Ryan Fitzpatrick of Tampa Bay, who again is starting, but he will be the backup when Jameis Winston comes back, assuming if he keeps his hands to himself then Fitzpatrick will be the starter in Tampa. And I, I guess I'm forced to put Nick Foles on that list against my better judgment uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, but but I will be the grown-up. Jacoby Brissett is 25 years old. He has started 17 games in his NFL career. He is 5-17. and 17. That's his record at the end of those games. Now, though, that's you know, that doesn't mean everything. It's quarterback records often overrated. But 5-12 and, and 12 in 17 games. What about the raw numbers? Okay, let's look at the raw numbers. Let's do a deep dive. Jacoby Brissett, last season, that was when he played most of the games. He started 15 games. He had 13 touchdowns and seven interceptions in 15 starts for Indianapolis last year. Touchdowns, he ranked 27th. Interceptions, he was tied for 25th. His quarterback rating was 81.7. I'm giving you a lot of numbers here. He was the 23rd-ranked quarterback in the NFL, Jacoby Brissett. Barely edging out Jay Cutler, reality TV star Jay Cutler, who played with Miami. Completion percentage. How about accuracy? Brissett completed 58.8% of his passes, ranked 30th in the NFL. 30th in the NFL. And according to Jim Irsay, they can't trade this guy for the first pick in the draft, basically, right? That's what, that's what Irsay was saying. So the arithmetic... And maybe I'm wrong on this, but the arithmetic does not sound like a top-20 quarterback, which is what the Colts coach said. It certainly sounds like someone, if, if you got a first-round pick, boy, you'd laugh all the way and you'd make that trade. right? See, here, here's the thing. Uh, if you look at this, you've got the inside and the outside perspective. If you're inside Indianapolis and you look at the Colts, you're like, okay, I'm excited. Jim Irsay is he's a carnival barker. He's trying to get people excited about this. He's trying to build up and hype up his football team so more people follow the team, more people buy the gear, more people go to the games, more people listen to the coaches' show on the radio in Indianapolis, more all that stuff. I get it. Now, the final thing, Jim Irsay does not have to worry about getting a number one pick because nobody other than maybe John Gruden is dumb enough to do that, but there will be quarterbacks hurt. There will be quarterbacks that go down. There will be starting quarterbacks in the NFL that get hurt. And then the trading season will begin, and, and Brissett's name will come up. But remember, the Patriots last year, when they made that trade, they they traded Brissett, Brissett to the Colts. They got a garbage wide receiver named Philip Dorsett, who doesn't even play. Uh, you know, to think that his value has skyrocketed. A, a third round pick. Indianapolis would take a third round pick. He's an ordinary. 
quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. He's an ordinary quarterback. And Ursay sounded like a, a, a doting father, the way he was talking about all these guys. I mean, he's just going on and on about Andrew Luck and Jacoby Brissett. And uh, it's just, just absolutely marvelous. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia, who's right over there. I got to find the video of Jim Ursay, and I'll I'll tweet it out. How about that? I think I can find it pretty quick. Yeah, he, yeah. so he looked like he was on drugs. Now, again, I said he— And he what? made some outrageous statements, yeah. so— He looked tossed. Maybe he's <laughs> dabbling. Uh, you know, it, it it looked to me like the ramblings of someone that was on a lot of painkillers. Like then he had his head down. He wasn't even like looking straight at the reporters. Just was, the whole thing. Yeah, was just it was surreal. It looked like yeah, it, was a, it crazy. looked it looked like it was scripted from Hollywood or like a Saturday Night Live skit or something like that. That they were just kind of they were like goofing around. Was he it, driving? I don't think so. Usually okay. the rich guys don't try, but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe he was driving the little golf cart. That would be a second DUI, if I'm correct. Ooh, look at you, Roberto, <laughs> throwing it down there. Well, he paid a lot of money there, He was, and he was just trying to help that woman out. That's all he was trying to do. He was just trying to help that woman out. That's all That's that's all that was. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, it is the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369, and you can be part of the festivities there. And I'm going to tweet out the video here in a minute. I'm going to see if Eddie can look at this here. Let me type a couple of things in here, and you can play along as you listen if you're listening live. If you're listening on the podcast, and you'll know exactly when this was recorded live. You'll know exactly the moment this happened on the live broadcast. So I'm tweeting out here, Jim Irsay looked like a cross between a drugged, drugged up Charlie Sheen and Stevie Wonder. Let me send this out here. I want you to click on the video, Eddie, and look at, at Jim Irsay there. He's standing next to a golf cart, and he's holding on to the golf oh, cart. Oh, he's got sunglasses on. That's a clear sign of someone that is trying <laughs> not to wanting to yeah, uh, yeah. show his eyes and, and that a glazed tough, look. And a tough night, you know, yeah. tough night before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he look like Charlie Sheen there at the beginning, like there was head, the, the angle of his yeah. head and all that? Yeah, yeah it looks like, like he's holding on to the side of the golf cart so he doesn't fall over. <laughs> Doesn't right. it? Doesn't he kind yeah, of at yeah, least yeah, holding yeah. on there? Oh, it's quite He's the, got yeah. his... Uh, yeah. Is a hired no. goon no, there behind him. I should say, him. Eddie, I, if he has a problem, I hope he gets hope. I hope he gets help, Eddie. I hope Jim Mercer gets the help he needs. But we're enjoying the video because it's uh, it's just outstanding video. And all the cameras, all the TV stations in Indianapolis are right there. They want to they want to get. Every oh, he quote. is holding on to the car. Yeah, no, he He's like holding oh, on. Man. Like I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't lying. I, I was fall over. I wasn't exaggerating that. Yeah, he's holding on. Hold on for dear life. <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, he needs help. There's something going on there. You think so? You think the NFL will investigate? Oh, uh, no. No, because no, 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 no. <laughs> no, he owns the team. When you own the team, they don't investigate. If he was a player, imagine if that was Andrew Luck that looked like that. He would have been suspended for the first four games of the year if he looked like that. All right. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox again, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And you can be part of you can be part of the festivities. Chris says, what are the odds Jim Irsay does not remember that conversation just like the drunk guy who ran in the liquor store with an alligator? 
It's uh, from Chris in Houston. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a possibility that is the uh, <laughs> that's that's the case. Jason says, "Happy National Root Beer Float Day." Anyone? I was not a big root beer float guy. I had it when I was a kid, but I was not that. That's not in my like top ten. I can think of like thirty other things I'd rather have dessert wise than a root beer float. I could definitely think of thirty other things. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The number eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can be part of the festivities here and all Canada. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive. The shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. And he's at UH Bronco Fan. It could happen at any moment, Ben. (laughs) And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to O Canada. We'll get to that coming up in a little bit. A lot of good reaction to my analysis of Jim Irsay there. People seem to be enjoying that. You can check out that video I tweeted. I retweeted it. Jim Irsay, the Colts owner, with a very interesting look. It's a good look. Solid. I think we need more NFL owners to have that look. I think that's the way to go. To the phones, we say hello to Mr. Wonderful, who's up next on Fox. Hello, Mr. Wonderful. Hey, Ben. Me and uh, in the list of bad ideas, this rally at Ohio State tomorrow is right there towards the top. (laughs) Are you saying you're not going to show up, Mr. Wonderful? uh, You're not going to be there with a a pitch? (laughs) <laughs> it's going to absolutely bring out the worst of the fan base, which isn't saying a whole lot sometimes. But oh. yeah, it is going to be. There should be some uh, some great clips though with the open mic. That that's a great idea. Yes, uh, yeah. wait, wait till they start attacking the woman. That because you know that's going to happen, Mister. Oh, Wonderful. that's been happening on Twitter it, and yeah. everywhere else for for days now. Yeah. Um, it's good luck. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It looks like. Uh, the biggest thing now will be whether Urban's suspended or not suspended. And uh, the talk is that he wants absolutely no suspension because that's going to look like some sort of uh, indication of guilt. So I think that's going to be the sticking point. He's definitely going to be around. Um, but whether he's suspended or not. I so you already, next- you've already determined, Mr. Wonderful. Now, last we spoke, you, of course, for those that missed a previous edition of the Ben Maller Show, Mr. Wonderful, he claims that his family – Big boosters to the Ohio State University, and he uh, has inside information on this. So you've determined already, even though Ohio State said two weeks, two weeks they're going to have an answer, you believe, much like I said earlier, that they, they've had their conclusion, now this group has to reach that conclusion. They, they have to find a way to get to that conclusion. They've already had the outcome pre, preordained, if you will. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's going to take two weeks either. I think we'll hear something by next week. Seven to ten days, I think. I don't think it's going to be two weeks. Yeah. Um, but the next name that's going to be tossed into this will be Tom Herman. I don't know if that's today or tomorrow, but it's coming. Um, the Texas head coach, who's our old offensive coordinator, he, uh, he assisted uh, Courtney Smith with some legal bills back in 2015 because his wife and, and Courtney were very good friend. So he's going to have, uh, he's going to get 
tossed into this, whether he likes it or not. So, I mean, he's not really going to be implicated, but he's going to have to discuss it more than than he's previously wanted to. But yeah, okay. Well, well somebody, somebody to look for, somebody. To, if that's true, that would be somebody to look forward to and have a very public person scream and all that. I right, thank you, Mister Wonderful. There, checking in from the belly of the beast. And it appears he will not be holding his pitchfork and his torch standing outside the Ohio Stadium. If you missed it, Ohio State, there is a uh, Urban Meyer rally today, today, tonight. And uh, they're going to be hanging out there. And uh, thousands of people have signed a petition here, the Save Urban Meyer rally. It's a free event. It's a free event. Will media be allowed? Ben? Oh yeah, of course the media. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be on live television in Columbus. They'll put this on the local news. Man, this will be. A big will, deal. will Dick and Dayton show up for that? You think? Oh no, he's got to work in the Lowe's. Come on, Eddie, you can't take a day off of Lowe's or a night off of Lowe's. Who's going to get more uh, cheap shots directed at them? The woman of the, the the woman, the wife of the or ex-wife now, the wide receiver coach, formerly of Ohio State, or Brett McMurphy. Who is going to be assaulted more? That's the question. Over under uh, Brett McMurphy. I'll set Brett McMurphy because he's an easier cheap shot guy to, to attack because he's the guy that reported this. Shoot the messenger. I'll say I'll give him uh, two and a half advantage over the woman. Yeah, that sounds about right. And yeah. I think uh, almost everyone will close out their statement by saying Michigan sucks. Oh, yeah, there will be a lot of that. Yeah. I'm sure there will be a lot of or that. Or Harbaugh sucks or something like yeah. that. All right, to the phones we go right now. Let's say hello is this Weed Man Hippie? Let's find oh. out right now, Eddie. We've not heard from Weed Man in a while. Let's see. This could be the, the peace offering here. Let's find out right now. Hello, Weed Man Hippie. Lisa, it's you. Lisa. No, no, I hear you. Weed Hi, Man, ben. I hear How are you? Oh, that's all. That's a, it's a tag team, Eddie. See, we've got a tag team. Hello, Lisa. Hi. Yeah. How can I? How can how I? How can I help you, Lisa? What can I do to help? You? Okay, well, how was Weed Man's well, birthday? Okay. Wish him a happy birthday for me, because I I don't talk oh, to him anymore. He he quit yeah. our show, so I don't get to talk to him anymore. Well, it yeah. wasn't the birthday that we envisioned. Benny and the Weed Man work, but yeah, we'll put that aside. He misses you. Oh, he I does. Know the fans okay. miss you, you know what? Uh, listen, here's what I want to do. My, I'm going to give you. No, 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 no need to do that. I've got a peace offer. You know, I am willing to bury the hatchet with Weed Man. I am willing to let bygones be bygones. All I need is two words. Two words, Lisa. Two simple words. That's it. But love Cle- means never love means never having to say I'm sorry. Clean love slate. Me, you. Lisa, listen to me. All right. Clean slate. Me and Weed Man, we start fresh. We have, you know, he can change the world and all that stuff, all his shtick. And all that. He can do the whole thing. Can, as long as he doesn't talk about cryptocurrency and all that, whatever. I'm good. Okay. We'll wish him a happy birthday. We will resolve our differences. We will move on. He is unwilling to do that. Now, I want you as a, you're the, you're the middle woman here. You have to compromise. You have to work out with, with Weed Man. You have to figure this out here. Okay. But love means never having to say you're sorry. Like if your wife did something like she bumped in, she took your car and she had a ding on it. She yeah. doesn't have to say I'm sorry. No, she does. I would demand an apology. Well, they never say I'm I, sorry. Well, that's true. That's a good point. But I would demand. I would demand an apology. No, because I'm I'm pretty laid back. You know, people think I get all worked up here and all that. But I'm a pretty. I consider myself composed. Obviously not. 
Oh no! Here we go. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> no, no comments. No comments. It's just me. No, 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 Lisa. Now, Lisa, here's what I'm saying. Again, I want you. And weed man, I know you're listening right now. Two words, if they're sincere. I love you. Those are two, three mother <laughs> words, and those are the only ones that count. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that went pretty well. I think we patched up our differences. I think we're going to start fresh now, me and, me and Weed Man. <laughs> you think so, huh? Yeah, it's all water under the bridge, Eddie. It's all it's all, it's all water under the bridge. You think Lisa's like, what, were you, what are you doing? I was trying, I was, <laughs> things were going well, and then you got in there and screwed it all now, up now again. Eddie, am I being unreasonable here? Uh, am I being, uh, from what I'm told, he's a, he's attacked me on, on social media, he's ripped our show, he, our show's not important, all that, which is fine, he's having, he's hurt, he's upset and all that. I think I'm being very fair here. Uh, and, and What happened between you guys, he man? Thre- he threatened to sue me, and it was a big to-do, Roberto. He claimed I was ruining his life There was supposed to be a big event in Las Vegas, Roberto. Yeah, it was great. The- Ben and the Weed Man. And July, well, July, last weekend in July was uh, 27th. Supposed, July 27th, it was supposed to happen. And I was concerned about the finances of it. I told, you know, I figured no one would show up. I tried to give some fatherly advice and I was pushed pushed back. Uh, did, that did not pacify Weed Man. He did not like that and he got very upset. Oh. So, yeah. A lot of drama. There's a lot of, lot of drama yeah, going on. Yeah, sounds like a lot, of, he's a, lot, a lot of anger there. Yeah, it's a lot of anger. Yeah, it's a uh, Hitchcockian melodrama is what that is with Weed Man. I'm sure he'll call back and apologize. We are going to have the instant advice, and we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. And also, oh, Canada. Boy, I should sing that song professionally. We'll get to that right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, let's get you caught up on what happened in Major League Baseball over the weekend, in particular on Sunday and how the standings look. Uh, the Red Sox now have a nine-and-a-half game lead on New York atop the AL East. They rallied down three runs in the ninth, walk off with a 5-4 win over the Yankees in 10 innings. They sweep the four-game series. Andrew Benintendi yeah, up big was the, the hero, Sox. Right? Yankees yeah. have now dropped five in a row, and they're going to be a wild-card team, but I don't know that they're going to catch well, Boston not guaranteed in the to be, AL they're East. They're not guaranteed to be a wild-card uh, Not guaranteed, but I think they'll be a wild-card. I don't think they're going to win the AL East, though, now after that series. Well, you think? I mean, they got a nine-and-a-half game lead. The Red Sox would have to vomit all over the field for like two solid exactly. weeks. Exactly. Because there's exactly. only six games left between the teams. But if you dig deeper, Eddie, and you look at your American League wild card standings, which I always look at, you've got three teams and two slots. That's a problem, right? So somebody in this game of musical chairs is going to be left without a spot. you got the Yankees, A's, and Mariners. One of those three teams is not going to get into the playoffs. Yeah. I'm still betting on the Yankees to get in. Be fun if they didn't, though. If they didn't, baseball. If the Yankees don't get in, they'll add a third wild card team. <laughs> they will. They'll add a third wild card team next year. Well, as you know, we had a rematch of last year's World Series here in Los Angeles, and the finale of that series went to the Dodgers three to two. LA is tied with Arizona for the NL West lead, with the Diamondbacks losing to the Giants three to two. Cubs fall to the Padres ten to six, but Chicago still holds that one game lead on Milwaukee atop the NL Central, with the Brewers falling to the Rockies four three and eleven. Phillies down the Marlins five three. That's five wins in a row for Philadelphia as they lead the NL East by a game and a half on Atlanta. Braves did keep pace with a five four win over the Mets in ten, and Atlanta's holding onto a half game lead on LA and Arizona. 
Arizona for the final wildcard spot in the National League. And as you mentioned, Ben, uh, about that American League wildcard spot, A's shut off the Tigers 6 0 for their sixth straight win. Mariners over the Blue Jays 6 3. So it's uh, right now Oakland by two and a half on Seattle. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. All right, thank you for that, Eddie. We are hanging out here, and we have all Canada from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. A representative from the Canadian Football League, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, traveled to South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Now, why did this representative from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders travel to South Pittsburgh, Tennessee? Because they worked out Terrell Owens a day after his Hall of Fame ceremony, his own Hall of Fame ceremony in Chattanooga at the University of Chattanooga, Terrell Owens worked out for the uh, CFL team, one of the many known as the Rough Riders, the head coach and the general manager, Chris Jones. Uh, they, they were earlier hanging out at a high school, and a handful of people were on hand. A former Central Florida quarterback took part in that. Also, a, uh, another player who I've never heard of, a couple guys I've never heard of there. Uh, but the talk is that, that T.O., this is going to happen. That T.O. is going to play in the Canadian football. Now, I should point out that the coach and general manager, the guy named Chris Jones, who could not be more generic, named Chris Jones, I should point out that he is a graduate of the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah. So there's a, a connection. There's a bond, a brotherhood from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga so that's that's good. I'm all for it. Listen, I, I'm a big T.O. guy. I think it's great. Bring him to the Canadian Football League. I wish it was with Montreal so Manziel could throw those passes that would bounce off the ground and then into the receiver's hands or whatever, or the back of the helmets of the receivers or defensive linemen, you know, the whole thing. But uh, it looks like he's going to Saskatchewan. Do you think that T.O. could find Saskatchewan on a map? Do you believe he could? No, I do not believe Do you that. think that half the people listening right now could find Saskatchewan no. on a map? No chance. No chance, right? It's one of the western provinces. Is that accurate, Eddie, of Canada, right? It's kind of... Uh, it's prairie land. Yes, yeah. that's for sure. It's, uh, I don't know, as far as Canada goes, I think it's kind of more towards the middle, kind of the heartland. Oh, in of the Canada. middle? It's yeah. in the heartland yeah. of Canada? Yeah. Oh, okay. So even I got it wrong. Well, I Even mean, it's I'm, a little more—it's a little more western than not. So now, what about the northern territories of Canada? Can you name any of those? There? Like the Yukon, right? People bring that up. Uh, yeah, Newf- Newfoundland and Labrador, I believe. They in the uh, well, that's the furthest east, furthest right? East, yeah, that's past, way past, like United States, Maine, and all that out there in the boondocks. Yeah, it's great geography on the radio. We're giving good geography. I love geography. Way. You do? Oh, I, I like do. That. Yeah, I was very proud. I, I learned when I was in elementary school, I learned the state capitals before everyone else. I knew all the state capitals, and uh, I was very proud of that when I was in elementary school. But then you, you, you ever, there's a, there's a trivia website where you can like go around, sometimes when I'm really, really bored, and you try to name as many countries in the world as you can name. How many countries do you think you can name? You know the big ones, right? You know the ones that get publicity, the ones we're going to war with, the ones that, uh, that make news. But there are so many countries. I think I named, without cheating, because I don't cheat, 
I'm not a cheater. I think I named like 50 to 60 countries, I think. How many could you name, Eddie? Um, I think I could do that as well. About yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's, that's what I was going to yeah. say for myself. Okay, so uh, I just wanted to make sure that I'm not that stupid, that I'm, I'm, I'm with most people. Like you can name, you name the countries that we've done business with that get attention, but those little islands out in the South Pacific, you, you don't know what the hell they're all you know, you know and, I mean? yeah. and a lot of the african countries yeah oh, well. the whole continent of africa yeah. i mean like you know egypt i could definitely pick out south well, yes. africa those kinds of things but a lot of countries in the middle east we've had a lot of uh, attention with the middle east you know you can go from israel to saudi arabia to uh kuwait and you know all throughout iraq iran all those countries but then when you look at the the massive other amount of countries it's like wow i can't name any of those like I kind of know, but then, but even like the uh, the island countries, you should be able to name those, right? What I did, my strategy was to name countries I know baseball players are from. So that's what I went through the list, and I, I was like, I was going Venezuela. Through, well, yes, Venezuela, Colombia, the, the Dominican Republic, right? That whole thing. The Dominican, Viva Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's another one. I went I went through the whole list there, and I was like, well, I Mexico. remember. I remember Puerto Rico's a terror. Mariano, that's, that's, that's a good point. It's not a country. Mariano Rivera, right? I was like, he's from where? He's from Panama. So Panama's a country. I'm going to put Panama down, and that's how I did it. And then I went through the NBA because they have a lot of people from European countries. So then, But I know most of the European countries. So then I tried to go through the list, and then I was like, that's how I did it. All right, we're going to have the instant advice line. Now, I have a feeling it's going to be for T.O., but should it be for Urban Meyer? Would we, what should we do it for Jim Ursay? What do you recommend? I got Ursay, Meyer, T.O. Who would you want to give advice to? Send me a message on Twitter. We're going to get to the Insta Advice Line, unscreen radio. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. A lot of people seem to want to hear Jim Mercer get advice, so we'll, uh, we'll go down that road. Paul brings up a good point. He says, does it really matter? Regardless of the person, the caller advice will be the same. That is accurate, Paul. But let's do it anyway. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It is the Insta Advice Line. A chance to give back. We take, we take, we take, we take, we take. It's time for the knowledgeable people that listen to this show, that have understanding, compassion, the expert, the egghead, if you will, that will give back to people in sports. You are the philosopher. You look at each and every, each and every individual situation, and you give your opinion on that. I want to point out that very rarely do any women call this bit up, but we do have a lot of dudes that call up, and we're going to give advice this week to who? Who in sports? Who? Which coach? Which owner? Which player needs our advice? Who? Jim Irsay. That's who. Jim Irsay, the Colts owner, he held a news conference over the weekend, and it certainly looked like he's having some issues. So just in case the lawyers are listening, here's how we're going to phrase it. Let's see if you can tell which the weasel word is. We're going to give advice to Jim Irsay on better dealing with possible hangover-like conditions. Again, our advice to Jim Irsay on better dealing with a possible hangover. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. Let's hear some new voices. 
877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Hello, line one. You're on the air, line one. Go. Kid Antonio's a fraud. and he- All right, line two. Ooh. We're attacking a kid. Line two, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Jim Mersey on better dealing with a possible hangover. Antonio for prison after cheating through. Oh, there's no just no Stop with the cheating. All right, line three, your advice, please, to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Let Bella lick him. All right, line four, well, you're on the air. Off to a great air. start. Yes, uh, can we end the bit now? Line four, that's you, line four. We're giving advice to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. All right, line four is not there. We'll go to line five. Hello, line five. Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, this Antonio. is Antonio. <laughs> Antonio, what is what is your advice to Jim Mercy on better dealing with a possible hangover? Um. Okay, line f- uh, six. You're on the air. Thank you, Antonio. Line. Hey, Mally, you're wrong, Jim Mercy. You suck. All right. Yes. A uh, line one. You're on the air. Advice to Jim Mercy on better dealing with a possible hangover. What in the wide, wide world of Pencil Neck Sports is going on here, Pencil oh, Neck? Pencil Neck Ray! Pencil Neck Ray, one of my favorites. What is your advice to Jim Ursay, Pencil Neck? What in the wide, wide world of Pencil Neck Sports is going on here, Pencil Neck? All right, well, he's got, he's got a delay. You know, give him 10 minutes, he'll catch you up. Line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Ben, we'll get to the instant advice line in just a moment. But first, we'll go to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia, who is right over there. Okay, thank you for that. Very nice. Uh, line three, you're on the air. You must be listening a lot. Line three, hello. Sandy Hook was a hoax. All right, line four. Jeez. Hello, line four. Jim, get your boats and hose in order. Okay, line five. Boy, that's getting wild. Line five, you're on the air. Advice to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Yeah, take some Vicodin. Take some Vicodin, sure. Why not? Yeah, I think he did. Yes. Uh, advice to Jim Mercer, the Colts owner, on better dealing with a possible hangover. I hear, I hear you moving around line six. Hello, line six. Antonio's a cheater. Oh, you're a cheater. Stop the attack of Antonio. You got a bunch of middle-aged dudes that are jealous of the knowledge of Antonio. The next generation of caller, the great Antonio. He's not even a millennial. I don't know what the hell the next generation is, but he ain't a millennial. Hello, line one. Yes, my advice is to go wrestle with men. <laughs> All right. <laughs> line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Advice to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Uh, yes, Ben. Uh, here I would we look go. Jim Ursay square in the eye and say, You end up on yourself, Ben Miller! Somehow I had a feeling that was coming. I had no idea. Line three. Hello, line three. Take a bath with a nine-year-old girl. Okay, that's not right. Line four. Hello, line four. You're on the air. Go. He just misses Peyton Manning because Peyton's the best ever. (laughs) That fraud had to call up with that whole thing, that ongoing, never-ending diatribe about Peyton Manning. So if you're just turning on the radio and you like this, we do it every week at about this time. If you don't like it, we only do it once a week. It's the Insta Advice Line unscreened radio. This week, the Colts owner, Jim Ursay, let's just say he was having a really bad day. So advice to Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Uh, Let's go to you, Line 6. You're on the air. Hello, Line 6. Go. He needs to take his advice from Ben Nostra, dumbass Mallard. No, no, it's Nostra Damas. It's Nostradamus. You got that last part right. Hello, line one. You're on the air. Antonio's a... Tr- All right, line two. How does he keep getting in? Line two, hello. 
Hello. You- yes, line three, you're on the air. Go. Line three hung up. We'll go to line four. Your advice. Boy, what's going on here? Line four, advice to Jim Mercy on better dealing with a possible hangover. Tell Jim Mercy to pass the dochi on the left-hand side. All right, line five. Hello. <laughs> Changes diet to Pepsi, Poutine, and Joe Louis. Uh, no, but poutine's the way to go. Line six, you're on the air. Hello. Drink lots of water, you bum. Lots of water. Line one, hello. Two bacon sandwiches when you wake up. Two bacon sandwiches, your your world will be good. That's all you need, a couple of bacon sandwiches. We'll do uh, one more, then we'll go to Coop. Hello, line two. I know it's you, Roberto. Oh, no, Roberto. He's coming he after you now. You. He's coming after you. All right, final call on the instant advice line, Coopaloop. Who are we giving advice to? Line six. Line six, the last call for Jim Ursay. You're on the air, line six. Go. Better have some luck. There it is. Better have some luck dealing with a possible hangover. We got comedians. There it is. The Insta Advice Line. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We have trade action in the NFL between two of the doormat franchises historically. Welcome in. The beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. This is the week most everybody Playing game action. Well, everyone's got a game this week in the NFL, a practice game. I'm not talking about a real game. We're talking about a practice game, uh, NFL style. The festivities begin on Thursday. The Philadelphia Eagles B squad will play the Pittsburgh Steelers B squad. There's a bunch of games on Thursday. And then throughout the weekend, and even before those games are played, we have trade activity, a transaction happening over the weekend. The Cleveland Browns unloading yet another former first-round pick. Wide receiver Corey Coleman out of Baylor was jettisoned from Cleveland. He's played for the Browns. He was sent from the Cleveland Browns to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for an undisclosed pick. Now, I believe that undisclosed pick is going to be huge because it's really important to break down an undisclosed draft pick. But it's some pick in the 2019 draft because if there's one thing that the Cleveland Browns need more of. It's draft capital. They've done so well with it, they got to continue to hoard draft picks. That's a second trade in the last handful of months uh, since uh, the uh, the Browns and, and Bills like to do business. Tyrod Taylor, you might remember, he was traded from Buffalo to Cleveland. So another trade between the Bills and... And the Browns, the teams battling it out for supremacy of the Great Lakes states. And Coleman expected to slide right into the starting lineup with Buffalo. So Corey Coleman goes from a starter in Cleveland to a starter in Buffalo. And Cleveland is still scouring the landscape. They're turning over every rock, looking in every nook and cranny, trying to find some help at receiver. And it is believed that Corey Coleman, that trade, there were ulterior motives 
for the Cleveland Browns to make the trade. Now, what were the ulterior motives? Well, here's where it gets good, and this is the part that we need to talk about. That trade was made to clear a starting spot for Des Bryant. That the Browns did it to acquire Des Bryant. He had conditions. He didn't want to go there and have to fight for a starting job. That he went there, he would. He's the only way he would go there. The condition was he would go there, but he has to be given a starting job. The trade of Corey Coleman opens a slot up. Now, for the purposes of this Maller monologue, let's assume that that is accurate. That the Browns did make this trade with every intention of signing Des Bryant. Let's discuss how should Des Bryant feel about this if you're Des Bryant. Now, my observations on this, you have cautiously optimistic. You've also got the strategy. And in addition to that, you have the dead end street. So we'll mix all this together. We'll fasten it like you're supposed to fasten your seatbelt when you drive around. Now, to begin with, you'd, you'd have to think that Des Bryant is getting a little anxious. Getting a little anxious, right? This is a strategy which I recommended and I stand by. It's a sound strategy to play the waiting game. It makes sense. In theory, it makes sense. You wait around, receivers are going to go down to injury. You assumed, if you're Des Bryant, that teams would start texting and calling nonstop. Well, we're through the practice part of training camp. Now they're getting to the game part where that takes much of the focus. And players have gotten hurt on a number of teams already. You've seen wide receivers go down with varying injuries in Seattle, New England, New Orleans, and elsewhere. And guess who's not getting any text messages? Guess whose phone isn't vibrating at all? Des Bryant. So up until this point, a very sound strategy has backfired. The phone is not ringing. Now the danger here, if you're Des Bryant, Uh, The danger is that if you sign prematurely with the Browns, let's say at the end of preseason week one, you sign a contract, well, what happens in preseason week two and week three and week four? What if some more players go down with injury? And let's say maybe the Philadelphia Eagles, it seems illogical to think they would call. Uh, Pittsburgh, Antonio Brown, he's already been injured, although they say it's a mild deal. We'll see if that's the case or not. But you look at teams like that, the New Orleans Saints, who have already looked at other receivers. You go down the list. The Patriots, they brought in a receiver uh, in, in Eric Decker. But what if he gets hurt? They could need somebody else. So there's possibilities there. So it's it's that old catch-22 situation if you're Des Bryant. Do you sign with the Browns now and just that's it, make your lot in life in Cleveland knowing that's not going to go well, or do you wait? knowing also what you know that teams have not been knocking down your door. And the second thing here, in addition to the to the first part, clearly a number of teams have blacklisted Des Bryant. Like Cleveland has been very open in their courtship of Des Bryant. But other teams, this guy's a bad actor. They don't want anything to do with Des Bryant. He's toxic. So the ultimate question, what this all comes down to, is the Corey Coleman trade of – If we're right, and those that are spreading the narrative that that trade was made to open a spot for Des Bryant, if that is the case here, what are the chances that Des Bryant actually signs with the Browns? Now, it's not a lock. It is not. 
And I would advise him to not go to Cleveland, but I believe the chances are 60%. I think there's a 60% chance now that Des Bryant ends up with Cleveland. Now, the good thing is that means he'll be on hard knocks, uh, and I like that. We'll be able to check that out, go inside you know, Cleveland Browns training camp and all that with hard knocks and all that. I'm all for that. I'm not against that at all. Uh, it should be higher, though. You'd think it, you'd think it would be higher because no one else is trying to sign it. But I can't go higher. I can't, I can't go higher. Listen, the Browns are the only team that has publicly pursued Des Bryant. And you would think the, the outcome of this, to trade Corey Coleman, who is, is, is not exactly the end-all, be-all. Let's be honest here. He was a first-round pick, 15th overall selection, and a lot of fanfare. A lot of people celebrating Corey Coleman because he was a great player at Baylor. And in the NFL, not so much. Right? Mike Mayock, I love I love looking back at these stupid things the draft gurus say, the snake oil salesmen of the NFL draft. Mike Mayock, well, he works at the state-run NFL Network. He said that Corey Coleman was a dynamic playmaker. He said he had a quick start, explosive speed, special with the football in his hands. He said, this is a quote from Mike Mayock, think Percy Harvin, that kind of playmaker that he is. Now, that quote is not outrageous. What Mayock should have said, hindsight being 2020, what Mayock should have said is, think Percy Harvin with the kind of injuries piling up. That's what he should have said. Because ironically, Mike Mayock, while trying to praise Corey Coleman, comparing him to Percy Harvin as a pass catcher, he was correct, more correct than he ever could have imagined. Coleman is absolute proof of one of the tenets of our show, that a prospect is just a suspect until proven otherwise. He's only been in the NFL two years. Coleman has broken the same hand twice. He's had a bad hammy. His hamstring has popped up multiple times. He has missed 40% of the Browns' games 40%, 13 of 32 games he was supposed to play and he's missed since being drafted by Cleveland. Now, what are the chances that Corey Coleman has an awakening in Buffalo? Now, I loved him in college at Baylor. Man, he looked great for the Baylor Bears catching all those passes and that highfalutin offense they had at Baylor back in the seedy dark ages with Art Bryles. Uh, I am going to say 3%. I think there's a 3% chance that Corey Coleman has an awakening. And the reason that's so low is not because he doesn't have the the inner skill set to be a great player. He has now been handicapped with A.J. McCarron and Josh Allen as his quarterbacks. He has done the impossible. What Corey Coleman has done is managed to be traded from the Cleveland Browns and end up in a situation that is about as hopeless as the Cleveland Browns. That is hard to do. That is hard to do. Congratulations. All right, last observation. We'll take some phone calls here. Last thing. Des Bryant would essentially be juggling live hand grenades if he goes to Cleveland, as far as his career is concerned. The Browns have a glorified backup they're trotting out as the starter, at least at the beginning of the year, Tyrod Taylor. They have the unknown Sam Bradford. Now, as I've said before, I like Sam Bradford. He's good for the show. He does things that we can talk about. I think he'll be a pretty good player in the NFL. But he's a wild card. He's an unknown commodity. He's certainly not a guarantee. 
And if if this was like the Waze traffic app, this would be like object on the road or dead end street is what it would be. Des Bryant would have to overcome his surroundings in Cleveland to have this great revival. And you know what happens if he flames out with the Browns, he'll never get an, another legitimate look to be a, a impact receiver in the NFL. And that doesn't mean he's not going to get jobs. It just means he'll be thought of and marginalized as a receiver. So be very, very, very careful. Now, Cleveland is the factory of sadness. It's a tub of lighter fluid. And Des Bryant is a match. Uh, and not a good match. It's a combustible situation. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox, and we say hello right now to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia, he's right over there. I feel like I'm mocking the caller from the Insta advice line who mocked me. It's odd how that works. Nothing wrong with that. Eddie, is Dallas really part of your name? Yeah, it's my real middle name. My, oh, okay. It was my grandfather's first name. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Nice. Eddie's actually a Cowboy fan. He was born a Cowboy fan, and he's a Charger season ticket holder. And yeah, Isn't it kind of weird I never had the nickname Big D like for Dallas? Well, did you share your nick your middle name with well, your Well, no, buddies? but my family. My oh, family, family yeah. did. So I, I, you know. What was your nickname when you were a little kid? I didn't have one. You did not have any no. nicknames? And, and my dad what? had the same first name. Oh, man. None? They called him Ed, and I was Eddie, so oh, I don't think that's really it. a nickname, though, right? No, that's not a nickname. Yeah. And we were both Edmund, so. Man, I had a lot of nicknames. I had some good names. Well, Big Ben's the obvious one. Well, well, really were, were you Big Ben when you were little? Oh, well, I was never little. I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was never little, but uh, yes. Uh, were you like Andy Reid in that, in that video? That pretty was, much. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much true. That yeah, video is fantastic. Like, <laughs> the punt, the pitch punt. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the punt contest thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to point out now. We, we you, you go back and hear the podcast last hour. We had Lisa called up and Weedman Hippie banned from the show. Weedman self banned, self banned by Weedman. And I would like to point out. I think it's important. The sports uh, sorceress. I think that's what we call it, right? Uh, from Berkeley, the astrology, uh, the woman that does all the astrology from Berkeley, friend of the show. She points out that Mercury is still in retrograde. So that's why Weedman was acting the way that he was. He's, it, it, Mercury is in retrograde July 25th until August 18th. So we have to wait another 12 days for Weedman to come out of Mercury in retrograde. So we got to wait for that. And what do we make of this war against Antonio? Yeah, poor kid, man. I mean, this kid's trying to make a name for himself. He's winning game shows. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> And these guys are attacking. They're jealous, Ben. These grown-ass men are attacking poor little Antonio. They, they don't like to think that a young kid can know more about sports than they do. Yeah. It's jealousy. I, I would agree. Let's go now to Antonio get his thoughts on this developing story. Antonio, there's a war against you among the Maller militia. How do you feel, Antonio? Ooh. Oh, he's got his radio turned all the way. Hey, Antonio, if you don't start paying attention, I'm going to join the militia against you, is what I'm going to do, Antonio. Uh-oh. Turn off your radio, Antonio. Uh-oh. Oh, somebody in the background there. yelling going on. Is there a party going on? What if Antonio is actually like 50 years old pretending to be, <laughs> pretending <laughs> to be a kid? He's Wouldn't a Danny Almonte. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, these games. Not Danny Almonte. Yeah. It's, like a, it's all a voice thing. He's actually a grown-ass man. Are you there, Antonio? Yes. Well, welcome to the show, Antonio. Now, people are upset with you. They're attacking you. How do you feel about this? 
Uh, I would say that if it's getting really annoying, I'll beat you on Balderdash any day. Oh, look at that. He's on speakerphone. He says he'll beat you on Balderdash any day is what he says. How about that? Big statement there from Antonio. Antonio, are you cheating at Balderdash? No. Have you ever cheated at Balderdash? No. You have not. Any other questions before I rest uh, my case here? Any, Antonio, any questions you have for Antonio, for uh, Roberto? Uh, Roberto for Antonio, rather. Eddie, any questions for uh, Roberto? Antonio, do you, have, Antonio? A, do you have an older I'm brother? I'm confused. Yes? <laughs> I have older brother. You have an older brother? Hey, Ben, 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 I got something to tell you. All right, pick up the phone so I can hear you, okay? Uh, yeah, there we go. Have you heard the um about the Conor McGregor... Uh, uh, Mayweather fight, how they're going to refund everyone their money. Oh, are they really? I, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. That's a lot oh. of money. I don't think they're actually going to do that. Is that oh, this is a joke, right? What's the punchline? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's a bad punchline. If you don't yeah. know the punchline, that's a bad punchline. Did you watch the fight, Antonio? Did you and your, your family watch that fight? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I got you. All right. Hey, when do you go back to school? We're going to lose you soon, right? You're going to have to go back to school and go to bed and all that. We're not going to have you. You can still stay up. Don't say that, Antonio. Come on. He's got to get some sleep. When do you go back to school, Antonio? I don't know. He doesn't know. That's great. I love that. You go back to school when your parents tell you to go back to school, right? When your dad says, go back to school. Your mom says, go back to school. You got to do that. All right. Well, it's fascinating. As much as I could talk to you all night, Antonio, I must move on. Is there anything else you'd like to add here, Antonio? Um... Uh, nothing much. I just want to say the other people that say I'm cheating, just leave me alone. Just leave them alone. I got you. All right. Well, it's all part of the show, Antonio. It's all part of the fun. But you, you've got thick skin, right? You're a tough kid. You got, you can take it, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, maybe not. Honestly, they're just embarrassed because a 12 year old knows more about sports than they do. Yeah. I, I, I personally don't think he's cheating. No. I don't either. I think we're pretty good at that, uh, that's why being I asked able him to sniff had, that out. That's why I asked him if he had older brothers because when I well, I have an older brother and I used to talk sports with him all the time. That's how I gained my sports knowledge was from my older brother. That's why I asked him if he had an older brother. And I think that's the situation with Antonio. Hmm. Yeah, whatever the case, he's very good at sports trivia. And I'm, I'm sensing a message from a certain caller in Cincinnati saying, well, he won't be good anymore if he goes against me. I'll kick his ass, that kid, up and down the radio. We'll press on here. Vols fan Jimmy reacting to my monologue says, Bill will have the worst end of career. Uh, who will have the worst end of the career, Randy Moss or Des Bryant? Well, right now you'd have to say Des Bryant. Randy Moss, and I, I talked about this on the Boston show that I did, the Moonlighting in Boston. Randy Moss was 29 years old his last year with the Raiders, looked like he couldn't play anymore, wasn't interested in playing. And then he went to the Patriots and scored, I think he had 23 touchdowns his first year with the Patriots, had a revival with the Patriots. And I was convinced that Des Bryant could have done something similar. He wouldn't have 23 touchdowns, but he could have had a very good year with the Patriots. But right now you've got to say Des Bryant's going to have the worst end of career than Randy Moss. We'll press on here and trust the process unless it doesn't work. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. 
On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Was it Ali Frazier? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, these guys are really angry with it. our caller, our kid caller, Antonio. Man, oh, man. Fluffy Dave says, no, uh, let me take him on. Uh, he won't beat me. Uh, he won't beat me if it's not rigged. We don't rig game shows. We're not allowed to rig game shows. Are we allowed to rig games? There's no rigging going on here. It doesn't happen. Let's go to Angry Bill, who's a fan of a losing baseball team, the Yankees, who got swept by the Red Sox. My Red Sox swept your Yankees, what Angry about Bill. A nine-year-old girl. Bunch of frauds Answer from the Bro- bunch of frauds from the Bronx. <laughs> it's just it's just the way we're going to set you guys up. That's all, Ben. I mean, it's it's a it's a strategy thing. I'm yeah. setting you guys up. That's when, all. It'll when, take its time. It'll take its course. But uh, we'll just go along and let things yeah. work its course in the next two months. If that if that helps you fall asleep, go with that. <laughs> I probably won't. I got one. I got one gun with six bullets in it, and I got one gun with one bullet in it. I'm trying to figure out which one to pull. <laughs> but uh, that's besides the point. Ben, yeah. I want to go over this thing with you. Way to go! Look. That's a good place to get humor, Angry Bill. Let me tell you, that's that's the way to go for humor. What are you doing? What are, what are you doing there, Angry Bill? Shame on. I'm I'm listening to you babble. Yeah. Not okay? giving sage advice all yeah, night go, long. Customary on this show. Let's go over your stage advice with Albert Pujols. Why do you pick on this guy? Tell me why you pick on this guy. How is it picking on him if I point out that since he signed with the Angels, the only category he's led the league in is grounding into double plays. How is that picking on him? The guy got a $200 million contract, $240 million contract, and he's not as good as advertised. And because of that, Mike Sosha is going to be out as manager. If he was the MVP he had been in St. Louis, guess what? But the Angels would be a playoff team. Ben, he averaged 28 home runs and 98 RBIs for the last six seasons. He has led the, the league in He's 38 buckets. years old. He has led the league in but Why are you making def- why are you defending him, Angry Bill? What are you, friends with him? Because he's a legitimate baseball player he's, and you're, you're he's, bashing him. He's not as good as he was supposed to be. The and the, I, We told the Angels when they signed him with a contract, what are you doing? But one of, the, one of the factors of that, one of the tentacles of that is that Mike Sosa is going to lose his job. Mike Sosha, this job's got nothing to do with Albert Pujols. They have a crappy pitching staff. They've had a crappy pitching staff, and they still got a crappy pitching staff. It's got nothing to do with Albert Pujols. You're completely wrong. You don't know baseball. You clearly look don't at, know look baseball. Look at the stats. You want to bring yeah. up the stats on uh, this other quarterback. So you want to bring up stats on him, but let, you don't want to bring let, up stats see, on Pujols. In St. Louis, Albert Pujols, his last three years, hit 47 home runs, 42 home runs, 37 home runs. He had a, a year with 118 RBIs, 135 RBIs, all these massive numbers across the board. Led the league in runs scored. All of this. He was 29 years old. What do you want from the guy? That's he what I'm saying. Has had That's good what I'm saying. Stats he's a, since oh, he's been on yeah. the Angels. They're meaningless stats. They're stats when the Angels are buried. Stats. They're buried. He puts up stats. And they're not even that great. They're okay. They're okay. 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 What do you, his father? 
I'm not his father, but yeah. I mean, you're bashing yeah. a decent I baseball player. I know. Player. We should, guys, $27 million a year. We should sit here and kiss his ass. He's done such a great job for the Why Angels. Why don't you bash your choking Dodgers? They well just much. beat the Astros. The Dodgers, I'm glad you brought that up. The L.A. Dodgers, baby, with a much better chance, as I pointed out, to make the World Series than the Houston Astros. Find out my reasoning behind that. If you go back and listen to the podcast, the number one podcast, which is available on iTunes and all places podcasts are available, you can just- Ever since I started. Yes. Well, that's not true. We were number one before. But the (laughs) the numbers have gone up. The numbers have gone up. And I'm trying to figure out, the month of July, we set a new record for listeners to our podcast. Are you getting a raise, Ben? I'm not talking about Fox Sports Radio because they have their own. I'm not, you know, every man for himself here. Right? Every man, woman, and child for themselves. But our show, our show individually, and we're beating some shows, and I'm not going to name names here because I don't want to, I'm not allowed to. But there are shows that have people that have done, let's just say, very prominent things in sports media that do not have the same number of downloads that we have. And it's very embarrassing for some people. I'm not going to name any names here, but we're doing very well, and we want to keep the numbers going up. We've got to keep the numbers going up. So download that podcast early and often. We will get to not trust the process. Well, if the process is, if it doesn't work, you can't really trust it. We'll get to that. Also, later in the hour, we have coach, player, entertainer. Right now, though, we say hello to Eddie Garcia, who's got the latest uh, right over there, Eddie. Well, Ben, let's start with some Major League Baseball and the Red Sox rally to beat the Yankees 5-4 in 10 innings to sweep the four-game series from New York and now lead the NL East on the Yankees by nine and a half games. That's five losses in a row now for New York. In the finale of a World Series rematch from a year ago, the Dodgers edged the Astros 3-2 LA with the win, moves into a tie with Arizona for the NL West lead, with the Diamondbacks also losing to the Giants 3-2. Cubs fall to the Padres 10-6. Chicago still has a one-game lead on Milwaukee atop the NL Central because the Brewers fell to the Rockies 5-4 in 11 innings. Phillies over the Marlins 5-3. That's five wins in a row for Philadelphia. They still hold the game and half lead on Atlanta for the NL East lead with the Braves beating the Mets 5-4 in 10 innings. Atlanta holds a half-game lead on both L.A. and Arizona for the final wild-card spot in the National League. A's blank the Tigers 6-0. That's six wins in a row for Oakland. and lead Seattle by 2.5 with the final wild-card spot in the American League. Mariners kept pace with a 6-3 win over the Blue Jays. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, when you win the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl in franchise's history, you get rewarded so the uh, philadelphia eagles have given head coach doug peterson and general manager howie roseman both contract extensions that run through the 2022 season that roseman howie roseman is quite the story eddie because that is a great a lesson life lesson howie roseman when uh when chip kelly took over in philadelphia roseman had been one of the executives in the front office that had prominence and he was marginalized they didn't fire him the story that I was told is he was tight with with somebody, uh, one of the higher ups in ownership. But they kept him around. But they they gave him like an office on like the you know, a very small office with no power. They kept him around. They didn't get rid of him, but he had no no juice. Then when they got rid of Chip Kelly, they gave him his job back, and now the Eagles have won a fluky Super Bowl. But they did win, I guess, the Super Bowl. I guess they still they didn't take that away from the Eagles, but they won the Super Bowl. So he gets an extension and. Uh, you know, it's almost as long as my extension through 2022. You know, how's your extension going, Eddie? How's that going? Still waiting, Ben. Still waiting on that. Yeah. All right. 
We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, they often say trust the process. Teams are built through the draft, blah, 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 blah. It's all snake oil. It's all snake oil. Uh, I bring up example A, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, from 2009 to 2016, there were eight drafts that took place, 2009 to 2016. The Cleveland Browns had 11 first-round picks, 11 first-round picks in the draft over those eight years. Out of those 11 first-round picks, how many of those players made a legitimate big-time impact in the NFL? On the Maller scale of impact, the answer is zero. How many players are left on the Cleveland Brown roster? Again, 11 first-round picks between 2009 and 2016. Trust the process. Build from within. How many of those 11 first-round draft picks are on the Cleveland Browns today? Zero. None of them are left. They're all gone. Every single one of them is gone. No one is on the team. None of those first-round picks. It's, uh, It's wonderful. Cashing a golden ticket, Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, Justin. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Antonio sucks, okay? I heard you bait me. He's horrible. Ooh, ooh, he's got his little sound bite. Put him against me. Be a man, Ben. Why, why are you so jealous? Why, why, are you, why, why are you so jealous? I think he's mad that he doesn't have any drops on the show. Well, do something drop-worthy. Do, do something. His voice is too irritating. We can't do that. Hey, Coop, I'll give you a drop, so shut up. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I may die driving to work here, but... Uh, we recommend let, not doing let that. Me, well, I know that. Let me play Antonio. He needs to be put in his place. Well, well, you have such a chip on your shoulder. Why, why not enjoy the next generation of game show contestant I, on this show? I know I'm the greatest. But then he, he comes in there, and if you notice last Friday when he didn't get a question right, and that other kid did from Omaha, wherever he was from. Yeah, from Omaha. Antonio got pissed. Yeah. He's a sore loser. Go to bed, Antonio. I promise I will not call ice on you. Wow, come on. Okay. No, that's, not to, that's, a, that's a cheap guy. You always got to go there, John. What's wrong with you? You schmuck. All <laughs> right? My God. It's, 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 green with envy is what Justin is. So upset we had a new darling, a new game show darling, Antonio. Just wonderful. Justin's got to become an unhinged whack job because of that. And just everyone relax. There's there's enough. We do enough dopey game shows that there's space for more than one person. Relax. Looney Tunes around here. Uh, let's go now to, uh-oh, Dick in Dayton is on the Ben Mather Show. Hello, Dick in Dayton. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Eddie. For those that don't know, Good part of the morning, Dick. Kettering Banjo Society, Dick and Dayton. There it is right there, a little taste of the Kettering Banjo Society. Now, Dick and Dayton, Monday night, Eddie had a question earlier. We, we're glad you called up. Will you be attending the Urban Meyer Rally that's taking place today? I heard about it. Yeah. I, I'm... Uh, I know Joe, when I called WTVN Saturday, told me about it. Sure. I would love to go there. I'm I'm so shocked by about what's happened, Ben. 
the Ben Urban Meyer. I know, I know. Well, you it's, are a prominent. A, you're a prominent Ohio like a, State fan. You know, a shock. I I think he's one of the best coaches that Ohio State had. He won a lot of games, and I'm just I don't know what to say. All right. So Dick and Dayton, as a prominent Ohio State Buckeye fan, should Urban Meyer keep his job? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Uh, you you support him fully? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you do. All right. What do you yeah. think of the report that came out last week? How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. It just <laughs> I just can't, you know, I've just been a big Ohio State fan and I've yeah. always liked Urban Meyer. I to me he's done nothing wrong, you know. Yeah. All yeah. right. But what what they said he didn't report something that he was supposed yeah, to that's report, what right? I, the yeah. domestic yeah. abuse allegations and that he should have. Hey, uh, yeah. What's that? This week, the Browns open exhibition. I'll be watching. Who now? Bernie Kosar isn't doing the games anymore, right? Because he got they got no, yeah, he got no. rid of him. Yeah, who's doing the games? You know who's who's doing the Browns? Um, exhibition? I'm trying to think. I think it's Mike Patrick. You know, he came from Mike Patrick ESPN. Yeah, years uh, ago. Yeah, big big smoker. Oh, wow. He had health problems and all. That. Remember him? Yeah, he did Sunday night games for a while. Yeah, and, and who else? And uh, I think it's Solomon Wilcott. Oh, Solomon, he was, did he, does he still work at the NFL Network? Did he survive? I got rid of most of those guys for harassment. I don't know if he's still there. Okay, good. So Solomon Wilcox and, and Mike Patrick, and they're playing the Giants this weekend. You're going to yeah. gonna bet on the Browns plus two and a half or the Giants minus two and a half? I'll give the Browns two points. Oh, he's got the Browns winning an exhibition game over the Giants. When they get together, you throw out the records, Dick and Dayton. Yes, yeah, sir. Absolutely. All right. Well, th- we'll talk to you later in the week. Thanks, Dick. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, there he goes, Dick and Dayton. Full, full support, Eddie, of Urban Meyer. Yep. 100% support. I heard that. Surprise. Yeah. Of Urban. And he wishes he could attend the Save Urban Meyer rally. We've got to make sure the editing department gets us audio. We need to have audio from that. We've got to get audio. Think of what's going to happen. i got to find a live stream. If anybody knows Yeah, what where, time is that at? I think our time, it's going to be in the afternoon. It's oh, at 6 oh. o'clock. Yeah, so it would be like 3 o'clock. Uh, so that's good. We can wake up, have a, have a bite to eat or whatever, uh, and then check it out. So it'll be great. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, we will get to coach, player, entertainer, and an old-fashioned Donnybrook as well in the NFL. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. I need a contestant for Coach Player Entertainer. If I don't get one quick, we're not going to play the game. 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. We are monitoring the story out of Denver here. We'll see what's happening. This uh, Marquette King story. I don't know if you saw this. But this is a great story. So Marquette King, who used to be with the Raiders and very active on social media, he's now with the Broncos, and he went on he went on the radio in Denver last week and did an interview, and apparently it was so boring. How boring was he? They ended the interview after after a minute and a half. Because he wasn't saying anything, and they asked him why he wasn't uh, he wasn't talking, and he he said he didn't like to talk about football. <laughs> you know who? No, no, no. Now this the reason this this warms my heart is because you know who gave me that answer 
like 25 years ago or so. It was a million years ago. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. I did an huh. interview with him at the Super Bowl. Uh, he wasn't playing in that particular Super Bowl. Remember, the, the game was in San Diego. This was in the 90s, a long time ago. And uh, he didn't want to, He didn't say anything about football, and he, he was there to promote some product because it was one of those cheese ball Super Bowl interviews. And Shannon Sharp said he didn't like to talk about football. He didn't watch football. He wasn't a fan of football. By the way, what time's that show on today? Shannon Sharp, uh, Eddie, and uh, I don't Skip Bayless, and all. <laughs> anyway, the reason I bring the Marquette King up that that part of it's great, and then Marquette Marquette King apparently at Bronco practice confronted. The radio guy got in the face and had to be separated by a PR hack for the Broncos. And that's how we got rid of him, Ben. How great is yeah, he? A, he's, a, he's a rotten apple. Bad locker room guy, Marquette King. How great is that? There are photos of a PR guy separating the ra- the, the, uh, the Raider, the Bronco punter and the, the radio guy. Yeah, just outstanding. All right, we're ready to play the game. All right, here we go. Let's play the game. Right, ready? Put on your thinking caps. Time to identify. My name is. Is it a coach, player, or entertainer? All right, let's do it. Here we go. It's coach, player, entertainer, and we welcome in our contestants. We have a couple of guys going head to head here. Andrew in Fremont. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Ben. We haven't talked to you in a while, Andrew. How's everything going? Pretty good. I've been eating too much garlic at Garlic Festival. Oh, maybe I saw you there. I was at the Garlic Festival. I don't remember seeing you. We've met, so you would know if you saw me. But Yeah. yeah it was, I love the Gilroy Garlic Festival. They're building a lot of houses in Gilroy, too, man. I haven't been there in a few years, but that, that place is – they're filling it up with houses, man. All right, hold, I'm going to buy a house down there, too. Oh, good. Okay. Then I can stay at your place when I go to the Garlic Festival. All right, hold on. And who else do we have? We have Jared in Kansas City. Hello, Jared. What's up, Ben? What's, How you doing? What's going on, Jared, man? You ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right. What do you do for a living, Jared? Uh, I work for a retirement community. Uh, I'm the laundry delivery driver for them. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, huh? yeah. They, they treat you okay? They give you a hard time? Those people, they're good with you? But they like me. They oh. all like me. Oh, good. And, uh, we, yeah. we get barbecue sometimes. So it's, Nice. It's, they probably, it's awesome. they probably have some good stories to tell about their lives. All right, very good. Let's play the game right now. Here we go. We've got Andrew and Jared, and good luck, guys. The way this works, uh, all the answers are in one of three categories, either a coach, player, or entertainer. Your name is your buzzer. You get six points for the initial answer. You get an extra point if you can tell us, for example, if I said uh, Mike Sosha, coach, player, entertainer, you would say your name, and then you would say coach, manager, coach, same thing, and then you would say Angels, because he is currently with the Angels for now. All right, good luck, gentlemen. Here we go. It's Coach Player Entertainer. The next, the first name up for us. What? What's that? Oh, hold on a second. Let me punch Andrew up. Hold on a sec. Andrew, that you there, Andrew? Yeah, all right, all right. Here we course. go. First name, of course. Uh, first name for us, Malik Smith, Coach Player. Andrew. Andrew. Malik Smith is a player. That is correct. Who's he play for? Temple Bay Rays. That is correct. All right, coach, player, entertainer gets full seven points. Boy, this is an easy one. Mike Shula, coach, player, entertainer. Mike Shula. Andrew. Andrew. Mike Shula, I think he's a coach. That is correct. Who does he coach with? Detroit Lions. I don't know. No, no, he's a coach with the Giants. But that name Shula, that's a famous, legendary football name. It's coach, player, entertainer. See who's next. Let's go with 
Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood. Jared. Jared. Player. That is correct, Jared. Good job by you. Who does he play for? Uh... You were totally guessing. You were totally. We actually not far off. He's in, the, in that city, but he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. So you you weren't too far off on that. It's coach, player, entertainer. We'll keep it going here. We'll do a few more as time permits. Let's go with. Let's see here. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Coach, player, entertainer. Jared. Jared. Entertainer. That's right. Good job by you. And what is he? What is he known for, Harvey Keitel? Uh, you have no idea. You were guessing. That's no, right. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, <laughs> Reservoir Dog, Reservoir Dog, Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. All right, it's Coach Player Entertainer. The next name up for us is Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. Andrew. Andrew. Adam Duvall is a player. That is correct. Who does he play for? I think Atlanta Braves. That is correct. It's Clipper Giants in red. Have you memorized every player in baseball? I no. F- I, f- I feel like you have memorized every player in baseball, Andrew. All right, it's coach, player, entertainer. Next up, Andrew Triggs. Coach, player, entertainer. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Triggs is a player. He wears number 60 for the Oakland A's. <laughs> all right, yes, all right. Uh, not not Rayman-like at all. All right, let's end the game. All right, Koopa Loop, what is the score here? It is 27-12, Andrew and Fremont. You win it. You get a golden ticket. Good job, Jared, as well. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.